0: Don't ever go there. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Everything the light touches is our kingdom, <laughs> except for that. <laughs>
1: so stupid.
0: Hi guys, <laughs> welcome to another rep podcast. Hello, Ryan. Who do we have on the show today for the first time as our very first guest, we, we have our first guest
2: it's kyle hi Ky- kyle also known as kyle east is that how you pronounce it should yeah probably should have
0: gotten that first <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> no it was close enough kyle east yeah kyle east. and thanks for having me on you guys yeah. perfect
0: we are, we're, we're old glad olds. you made the time to join us um you are our very first guest which is an honor for us and we're very excited to have you yeah
3: it is an honor to
0: be here so uh yeah <laughs> big honor big honor <laughs> so Go so uh, Kyle, would you uh, care to do the introduction of yourself? Wait, hold on. What? Hold on.
2: I'm gonna take, Let me let me say how we, how do we know her?
0: Well, I was gonna <laughs> let her introduce herself and then get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever.
2: I want. Well, I just want to say because I want to be a little, little braggadocious here. Oh, okay. Um, Kyle is my vocal coach. <sighs> I know it, we talked previously about the fact that I started singing. Yeah. Or taking singing lessons. And uh, yeah.
0: And I keep saying prove it would. that's not that's never gonna happen.
3: <laughs> Wait, hang on, stop it. He hasn't sung for you yet? No.
0: Don't get no, Not not a video? pitch.
3: Can I say fuck on here? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm Man, you so can okay. say
0: everything you He hasn't um, done you... a pitch, a tone, he hasn't done a warm up, nothing. Ryan. Get out of here. This Absolutely zero. This is not uh this is not coaching time. This is an attack on Ryan. I, I kn- think this
3: is every. I mean, every I know this moment one. is a coaching opportunity. <laughs> see, it's a and. teaching
0: opportunity. See? I know this is gonna. I, I had a feeling this, was this gonna is happen. gonna backfire on you. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. But
2: yeah. Anyway, Kyle is my vocal coach, and so uh, when we were when Eric and I were talking about trying to figure out like guests or something like that, I was like, oh, you know, we we've, we were talking about music at one point when we weren't recording, mm-hmm. which we should have, which we should have because we were like because it was hour. awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We just like hearing ourselves talk. But uh, but I was like, oh, I'm like, we should get, like, if we're going to talk music, like, why don't we get somebody who actually knows music yeah, um, rather than just these two idiots wander, who listen like, to music just listen to it and wander around. And yeah. <laughs> so, so I was like, oh, let's hit her up and yeah. see. And uh, she and so she... graciously decided to
0: join us. And we're very appreciative. <laughs> well, thank you.
3: I But I have to ask you guys, have you each listened to about 10,000 hours of music in your lifetime? Yes. Okay. I can
0: happily say yes. You said that very confidently. I can happily say I I have listened to music my entire life, like in the car, when I get home, when I was doing homework, when I work out, when I coach, before I go to bed. I love listening to music nonstop.
3: So then actually you guys know way more about music than you think you do because <laughs> if you're listening to 10,000 hours and we consider a master level 10,000 hours you guys are
2: would that just you know, make wouldn't that just make us really good at listening yeah. rather than actually yeah. understanding I'm a really good listener
0: I can listen to music I really well. I think I'm a master listener yeah.
3: <laughs> Well, that's the whole thing with music, though. you know, if you can't listen, you can't understand and you can't and it takes your ear has so much to do with how you hear things and when instruments come out and uh, and the harmonies that you hear and what you pick out each time. So it's an often overlooked thing when we talk about music is actually listening to the sound that's coming out. <laughs> That's
2: so fair. that's fair. That's, that's true. Very, yeah, that's very. That's a very fair and true see? statement. And this
0: is why you're here. Yeah. See, we are <laughs> masters at listening. You just mastered teaching the listener. See, you're the. That's you're why the, she's the pro, and we're you're not. You're the Jedi Knight, and yeah. we are the Padawans. Yeah. Jedi Master. Master. Yeah. What did I say. Knight. You said Knight. Whatever. It's master. Like Apollo. Below. Yeah. <laughs> Come <laughs> on, right. man. It's fair, it's fair. Like, man. Nerd. Nerd. <laughs>
2: um. Well, anyway, then I guess let's. Uh. So, Kyle, do you mind uh, introducing yourself a little bit? to uh to the peoples.
3: Sure. Uh my name's Kyle, just Hi. like the guy, but I'm a girl. Um <laughs> uh fun fun fact about me. Fact. Uh my mom, she was my mom is like a little hippie child. She just like kind of all over the place. I love her, but um <laughs> uh she went into labor and she knew that she wasn't going to be allowed to eat anything and so she went to Ralph's to go get ice cream and the cashier's name was Kyle. And so she was like, this is a sign.
2: Is that the story of your name?
3: Yeah.
2: That's amazing. That's awesome. Mine was picked out of a hat.
0: I was named oh, after a couple of relatives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: I would just, I would, I, I would love to have met my cashier namesake. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's amazing. That's so amazing. Just go back to the same market. Hey, hey you're, you're Kyle. I'm Kyle. <laughs>
3: named after you man we are like okay
0: we are (laughs) are one
3: cool okay with anything else um (laughs) so um a little bit of background with uh me is i um i grew up listening to music um very intently i was very into the arts like as most artists i'm like a little emo sensitive kid so that was always a lot of (laughs) comfort and a lot of um it helped me communicate and I just uh remember listening to um like Alanis Morissette was the first artist where yes. I was like oh, mm-hmm. oh shit yes. <laughs> women can be angry like, yes. so angry like oh shit you can sneak into guys bedroom and like go through his shit and lie there and like this happened
0: she was my queen of the 90s and you could walk around with one hand in your pocket <laughs> yeah
3: uh-huh.
1: and another and one so- doing
0: a list of things <laughs> so many things yes God, it's amazing. Giving a yes. peace sign, flicking a cigarette. A lot. Amongst others. Amongst others.
3: <laughs> she was only 19 when she wrote that. It's incredible. She Seriously? I, yeah. She was yeah, I impressive. believe she was 19. She was very young. But, oh, wow. Um, uh, and I, like, my, I've, I've always been a very large nerd. And so I went, like, drama and the arts was heavily, you know, was like a really nice home. All the weirdos were there. Like it couldn't be weird enough. So it was amazing. So I went to, I had done musical theater um, very intensely from the time I was 14 and I went to college for it. um, And I got my bachelor of fine arts, which was, you know if anybody's out there and wants to go to college for musical theater, it's not something that you need a degree (laughs) in at all. It's not, just go.
0: Crushing dreams right now. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> some third year's like what You're like no
3: yeah, i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry maybe, maybe i shouldn't say that like for you know i'm sure it's some people's happiness and some people got a lot out of it but i did not um <laughs> she saved herself she called I have it a, a hobby lot going on anyways so i'm not going to blame my musical theater experience for that <laughs> but um i kind of took a break after that uh, after i graduated college i needed some time i had some life stuff happen so like i needed to kind of get myself in my like uh, um, and I've made a couple of pieces about that time in my life. And one of those pieces is called chains and it's about my struggle with an eating disorder. And it was very intense and I was hospitalized and I'm lucky. I'm very, very, very fortunate to be alive, but, um, it kind of swung my life the other direction. And so I wanted to, um, I think I just wanted something more cerebral and something that was like, you do this and you do this and you do this and you get here. So I went into medical device sales, okay. which I know is kind of weird. Orthopedic medical device sales. Ooh, which company? Special... Did you work What's for it?
2: what What company? TriMed. Oh, okay. And Hang
3: was... on. Do we need to talk? No, I Hang never, on. I never, I never, I never worked
2: <laughs> for medical sales, but I used to work with people in, when I was in Chicago who worked in like they were some of the most aggressive people I've ever met in my life. Oh,
3: shit, dude. We have to talk I want to <laughs> know the companies they worked for. <laughs> uh, I think I
2: think it was uh, – was it Viper?
3: Striker? Striker. Striker. That's it. Yeah, dude. Those guys are very – they're very ferocious. Um, yes. It's a hard – it's just a really hard industry, Um, and, like, the healthcare system is – completely like so sad i can't get into it because we'll just go down a rabbit hole yeah that's a
2: that's a conversation in its own right oh it's terrible (laughs) it's a whole Um, other
0: episode
3: but I had a I had a friend pass away about like year four. I had gotten up pretty high in the company. I'd become the national sales sales trainer, and I was traveling a lot. Oh shit! And I was getting to listen to a lot of live music and getting exposed to a lot of music. And all of a sudden, it all came back. So I took my guitar like on the road with me, and I took my piano on the road and was also doing this like orthopedic job and um then yeah my friend passed away and that kind of was just it was a big eye-opener she was really young she was she was so smart she was just so so smart and she had just graduated college and she was engaged mm-hmm. and she like uh it was just really it was one of those losses that kind of makes you take a step back and just not like really not understand like she had everything ahead of her and she was such a good person like and this makes no sense yeah so I think it was like the I feel like those times give us a little bit of a reset and and it was incredibly hard but it was also very fortunate and um I just realized you know dude there's no guarantee for any of us mm-hmm. any of us you'd be dead tomorrow <laughs>
2: yeah it's a hard truth and, right is it tomorrow's not guaranteed yeah
3: no it's not and it like, it's really, really not. And so it's like, okay, if you only have a certain amount of time left in this existence, what are you going to do with it? So um, I decided that, you know, if I was, I, I just wanted to live in music and um, and I wanted to learn more and I wanted to write and I wanted to perform and I wanted to, and I really did want to teach because I think what made my experience in musical theater is so wonderful and so hard as I had I had a lot of teachers who were vi- they should not have been teaching. Um, it was it, it was very like somewhat traumatizing to a lot of people. Um, and we all come together now and we're like, that was really fucked up. Right. And it's like, yeah, holy fuck. (laughs) Like, how are we not all drug addicts? I've
2: I've heard, (laughs) I've heard some stories about like some of the, like either like theater, musical theater, the teachers or professors, whichever, however you want to refer to them as, um, were the ones that were like angry curmudgeons because they didn't make it. And so now they're shitting on their students.
3: Dude, some of them, I, like, I will also say, I had some very beautiful teachers who are really in it for the right reasons. That is a quintessential, like, you shouldn't be teaching us that (laughs) because this is the last option. You shouldn't be. That's not a, don't teach, man. You're going to do the world (laughs) much better place if you just do something else. Oh, man. So, um, so I always wanted to kind of be the teacher and be the coach that I didn't have. And, um, I've found that that is, you know, I can't even like it's it's so rewarding and it's just makes every day, like I'm, uh, like I kind of took t- t- a step back uh, and asked, you know, cause I usually do like goal settings, like maybe every quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like reassess and, um, And what I realized was, you know, and and I happen to be a person who's also always thinking, like, what's next? What's next? What's my, like, keep the train going, keep the train, 5,000 things, do this, do that. (laughs) And one of my co writers kind of stopped me and he was like, what, like, what is your, what is your goal? And I was like, it's always been to just make more music. That's my number one, make more music, perform, like, just live in music. How many hours are there? How many of those hours can I live in music? (laughs) And what I, what I'm really grateful is I'm kind of doing it already. Yeah. Um, I get to teach all on and honestly, all of my students right now, Oh, I love all of my students right now. They work, nice. they do their homework. They, they like, they're just good people. And you guys know, like to like, if you're teaching someone who's just a good human being, it just, it's everything. It just makes like, it just makes the days so joyful. So, um, So I'm really lucky and I'm like, I get to write for my own project. I get to, I've got another co-writing project. I've got another, like, it's always, you know, it's always something. So I'm very grateful, very, very grateful to be doing this. That's awesome. Um, Especially in this time. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Seriously. Uh, especially the time where I feel like, you know, the art, like there's always this, I mean, I'm kind of an outsider looking in when it comes to like the arts world. And it always seems like the arts are the ones that are being kind of battled against, in the sense of like pulling them from schools, um, like trying to devalue in the sense that they're not as, as important to a certain degree. But in reality, like I think I think a big one is you know, m- music might be one of those where, and correct me if I'm wrong, but kind of has a little bit of a, at like within the the wonderful world that is 2020, um, or the what the wonderful year that is 2020, I should say. <laughs> that uh, music has still managed to kind of be produced and be able to be put out. But I think from like movies, people are really actually feeling the effects of like, oh, there's nothing out. Like we're not getting <laughs> this like barrage of movies coming out. Yeah. And again, that's that's arts, yeah. right? That, I mean, that is your theater people, right? To a certain degree.
3: Yeah. Um, I think you make a really good point there. Uh, because in our American culture, artists are, you know, it they're either very glorified or, you know, it's, well, what are you really going to do? Which is fine. Which is, which is fine. Um, we live in a time that as an artist, it's like arguably the best time to be an artist, just because you don't need anybody's permission to make anything right now. That's, which is, which is great. Anybody can go and, learn how to produce or learn an instrument and they can, and you can make your own music and you can release it. And you can do an entire campaign. You don't have any gatekeepers. You can just, you can just go, Um, which like is such a cool time to be at. It's uh, and it's a very hard time in music because everybody's making music. So there's a lot of just like noise out there. And the music industry itself is who the fuck knows what's going to happen with that. <laughs> I don't fucking know um, But if you want to make money as an artist, it's it's not impossible a thousand percent non-impossible um, But most of the time you I mean like there's to be a just an artist and that's what you do as your solo income is um, again, it's possible but Uh, usually you have to do something else to like fund your art because everything's on you. And for artists, it's, you know, you're funding um, all of your production, you're funding uh, your releases, you're funding your promotion, you're funding music videos, you're funding like all this stuff um, that uh, in the past a record company would. Yeah. But the greatest thing is like record companies historically are not like super great to artists. (laughs) So.
2: Yeah. I think, I think the, well, there's, I mean, I don't know a lot of cases, but I think one that I think came to the forefront my in, in a lot of people's minds is with uh, well, Kent, like Kesha was the big one with oh, what yeah. scooter was it Scooter Braun? Yeah, and then yeah. the same thing with Taylor Swift right now. Yeah, um, with her trying to get her all of her stuff back. Her
0: first like what four albums? First? All of her albums. Oh, all, 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 all of them. That is albums? Ugh, yeah. that
3: is so terrible. I can't even imagine as an artist not being able to like perform your own songs because a record company has them and Be it's like, insane. I wrote all this shit though, yeah, you guys. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so I think, uh, I think there's, for people that aren't in the know now getting some of these like very household names, kind of talking about what, like the predatory nature that is a lot of record companies. Um, it's kind of nice to a certain degree to like expose it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but I think I think at least I don't know about you guys, but like I cannot get enough music right now. Like I'm just I'm always digging for something where it's like what's new, what's new, what's out like and the niches of everything are getting so like so finite, which is pretty awesome because if you like neoclassic soul that was in the 80s that has a female (laughs) singer that uses a ukulele it's like oh there are five bands out there and guess what they're having a festival
1: it's like amazing that's
3: so cool like every like all these artists are just finding their little communities which is which is really awesome we're getting some just very unique art that nobody needs permission to make so
2: yeah Yeah. you know it's funny uh, marissa and i were just talking about this last night um Because we I was watching this video um of a guy playing, just literally just playing guitar. Um And it was, he he managed to be able to play. Uh, oh my God. What the hell? What was the name of the artist? Um Thank you for the power of editing, but. Yeah. Man, what the hell was...
3: <laughs> Insert oh here. Oh
2: my God, this is going to kill me. It's... I don't
0: know. I think I want to leave this in
2: well I do the editing so Damn it. <laughs> good luck <laughs> um oh my god it's, it's bothering me that I can't remember but anyway um uh, but it was this this guitar like YouTube musician I mean in other there's I don't want to just say that but he has more to his name than that but it was him playing this like vintage guitar um, that was like being put up for auction that was they're predicted to be sold at like uh one to 1.5 million dollars oh for my this god. guitar yeah it's crazy if I told you the artist because if it ever came to my came to head, <laughs> Uh, you would understand why, but it's, for whatever reason, it's not. Anyway, point being is um, they, uh, she was like, she's like, is this all this guy does? And I was like, well, yeah, music is like guitar is his thing. He talks about music. He talks about music theory. He talks about guitar. And we were talking about how on YouTube there is, with the one of the massive benefits of like YouTube was that, you know, there's this, this concept within the internet that if it can be thought of, it exists on the internet. And if it exists on the internet, there's a community of people that can be found that enjoy that thing. And so with, like, music, especially, like, you know, I'm a massive consumer of YouTube, admittedly, um, probably to a fault. But nonetheless, uh, it's it's really cool because, yeah, like you were saying, like, you can find these, like, niches of music. And when there's enough of a community revolving around this niche, like festivals show up or there's like, you know, these artists that are like, I really enjoy this one style, say this one style of music or this, you know, well, since we're talking about music, we'll stay on that topic. <laughs> uh, but this one style of music and they're like, I, uh, there are people out there that enjoy it. Like I'm not necessarily just making, well, I mean, I feel like a lot of art will probably is for yourself for one point, but then also tell the to make people happy or like to give it out to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but to kind of know that there are people that are going to listen to it regardless of either how mainstream or how, niche and eclectic it might be that there will be somebody to listen to it and so there's like almost motivation to be like yeah do your thing bro
0: <laughs> what's uh what's that one thing that you found the other week uh, was it math rock or nerd rock or uh... oh yeah math rock math rock math rock
3: <gasps> math rock
0: that's the that's essentially the
2: intro to our podcast
3: yeah oh
2: yeah
1: amazing
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome yeah but uh, i but i'm i'm with you like I, for me, historically, I've always been the person that I had friends around me that were really, really in tune with what's happening within like the genre that we, whatever my friend group was. Um, so like back in the day for me, it was punk music. And so I always had my friends who would be like, oh, here's this artist, or here's this artist from like the seventies that we didn't know about. Let's rock out. And I was like, hell yeah. Um, so I, I've always been real shitty about trying to find new music <laughs> and I usually rely on other people to expose it to me. Um which is a weird phrasing, but you know, you get the gist.
0: You like being exposed. I just to. like, I
2: like being, Dude. being exposed yeah. to, you know? Yeah. Don't <laughs> <laughs> we uh, all
3: though? Just a little bit.
1: Just a <laughs> teensy little bit. bit.
2: Yeah. Uh, though, I, since I've used, since I've had to start using Spotify, that's been a really massive help because it will recommend stuff to me that is like similar to artists. And I was like, oh, this is, how come I've never
0: used it until this year? <laughs> <laughs> True story. I think I I think I uh, jumped on the Spotify wagon when it first came out, and I had that free subscription when it was you know commercial free for the most part, and then uh, when it started getting like uh, paid worthy, I was like, oh okay, I'll throw three bucks at, and you know still got the that uh, commercial free. I think it, it's like. Nine ninety nine now, commercial free. I use that company account. I know. I I feel like I should be grandfathered into maybe something (laughs) cheap for for Spotify, but you know, I don't I don't mind paying ten bucks a month.
3: Spotify is like, first of all, I I'm in. It's hard because I'm also like as an artist. It's very hard because Spotify, what what you get compensated for is not your music anymore mm. i mean i think that's just a well-known thing is, is you're not really you're comp- like it's like 0.0007 it's like penny
2: it's like, pen- oh, it's like pennies to the thousands of listen of uh, like listens right
3: yeah but on the other flip side it's really cool because you know you can you can give somebody a try or some band a try that's super obscure and you don't need to buy an entire, entire album it's kind of changed the way we listen to music because you know um i mean i'm an 80s baby um mm-hmm. so it was you know you buy a cassette or you buy like i mean you can also buy like a cd when it gets <laughs> to cd time um and but you're kind of listening like that cost you like 17 dollars so you're like sitting yeah. through that for yeah. a couple weeks you're, and being like i'm listening to every damn song even these ones that um I'm they're kind of these,
1: slow, be, these B- b-sides over do. here yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah,
3: so you're like you're immersing yourself into that that album world for so long and the the album is like an entire piece yeah well now it's very much a single situation where it's like here's a song here's a song here's a song so um it's it's kind it's really interesting uh the way it's changed our like just as humans the way that we consume our music um and it's yeah. And I'm not going to get too much into that because I can <laughs> definitely go on a warm down. Yeah. <laughs> warm- I'll take a that bet for like two hours. Yeah.
2: No, that, I mean, I never really thought about it that way. Like, because, because again, my, my head isn't always in necessarily the kind of the, the background of music per se. So I never really thought too deep on like the consumer side of it, of like what, what, how has the, how has us consuming music changed? How music is being like pushed to us. And, and the idea of kind of what you were saying with like Spotify is a really interesting one, because I think about like, okay, here's an artist that I found, you know, artist a, and they have their one hit song or a a hit song, I should say. And that's kind of the one that I listen to. I'm not, I'm not necessarily diving too deep into, into the entire album, unless it's kind of somebody that it's already, I've already done that to before. Mm -hmm. Um, Like there's a the prime example that I have right now is uh, uh, ASAP Rock (laughs) not not Rocky no there's no dollar sign in the name but ASAP Rock Uh, but he I like I was talking about it talking about this to a friend and I was like uh, looked it up and I was like oh he like just came out with a brand new album and I was like hell yeah and so I was like sweet I have an entire album to listen to and like what you just said sparked it where I was like oh I've I haven't listened to a full album in a long (laughs) time except (laughs) for
0: (laughs). this one like this past week which is kind of crazy to think about. I, I, I have my go-to albums. Um, Like, uh, you know, being the 80s, 90s kid, I, I grew up with that emo scene. So I yes. love... talk I, to me. I love <laughs> throwing me. it back to like, I'll listen, I'll sit through all 11 or 12 tracks, depending on which one you find on Spotify. Any My Chemical Romance, <laughs> all the Linkin Parks, <laughs> uh, like Taking Back Sunday. I will sit through... 1 through 12 and just rock out and sing the entire Red Jumpsuit at Barrett. Oh, Red Jumpsuit of Seosin. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Uh, As I Lay Dying, Atreyu, AFI, like <laughs> all of it. I will literally listen through 1 through 12, whatever, how many are on there, and then I'll go to the next album, and then I'll go to the next album. Um, the one that I like – I think that I, I have memorized is um, – rise against i can't uh, like i have all the songs memorized i don't remember the album title but um one of their albums i know every song one through 13 and i'm just like yeah i'll clear my throat i'll sing the next one i'll clear my throat i'll sing the next one (laughs) i I, yeah i'll just i just yeah i I listen to album i i'm the same like if i find an album that i want to listen to i'll listen to the whole thing but for the most part i put on spotify i put on the radio and it just cycles through Things that are very similar. The, the top 20 mm-hmm. is yeah. whatever and, it is. You know what I liked about, or what I like about Spotify over Pandora is like, Spotify will give you that radio that's very similar to what you want to listen to, whereas Pandora will be like, here, try this, something new. And you're like, no, get the hell out of here. Like, <laughs> I, I have, I'm in my feels right now. I want, I want all of column A. I'm in my feels. Yeah. Don't give me, <laughs> don't give me a taste of column C. I don't want to go to column C yet. Yeah. But that, that's what I like about Spotify over, over uh, uh, Pandora. Are we like subconsciously trying to, Schmooze off of Spotify? Maybe. Give us money.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Please. Please. Give all, money.
0: Money. All, all of us money. All of us money. All three of us.
3: Give all of us money. Yeah.
0: We'll uh, take a dollar on every listen. Yes. Thank oh good God. luck.
3: Seriously. That's an impo- ser- Okay. If you could imagine a dollar on every listen, that would change an artist's entire life. Yeah. They could make their art. Yes. I would listen uh, to our podcast
2: over and over and over and over. And over. <laughs> yeah. <that's> <laughs> <true>. <laughs> Just put on loop. <laughs> wasn't it uh yeah. wasn't didn't uh was it when the billboard with the billboard music awards they uh Justin Bieber was on like a huge tirade of social media trying to convince people to just keep listening to his songs so that way cuz there was like a there was like a listening a listening count that oh, was really? factored into like the the vote I didn't know you, that have you ever seen this if you if you have a chance go and look it up cuz it is the cringe of all cringe I can't I'm <laughs> <Of> just like <laughs> do what's there's a there's a specific word that I can't think of that would describe that sensation.
0: Cringe cringe works. Cri- I mean cringe works, but yeah. yeah, it was weird.
3: That's too bad. Justin Bieber's <laughs> very good. I know. He's, he's very good. I grew up hating
0: him. I'm 32 now and I'm like, yeah, I'm waiting for the next Justin Bieber track like. I mean, I'm his, like his, I his
3: voice is it's, it's it's nice. It's nice. It's, for, it's a it's, sexy it's voice. <laughs> But then his personal life is like, yeah. oh, sweetheart, you're yeah. just a little, you're you're just a boy. That's why you just leave that's it on
0: Spotify. You leave him on Spotify. You don't turn him on TV. You don't, you well, know. Just well, that's Spotify like, him. I mean, he's a, he's a child artist, essentially. Yeah. I yeah. mean, so he, God,
3: that's yeah. a terrible fate.
2: I mean, hell, he was like friends with Drake when he was like 12 mm-hmm. or like 10. You remember that? Like they were like hanging out and stuff. Yeah. That's not were, weird at all. Was it Drake? I don't know. Who's what, I think it was Drake? It was probably Drake. Yeah, like didn't they do a song together like real early on? Like kind of post baby. Somebody can fact check us on that one. I'm sure. Yeah. it's it's regardless, some it's some Justin Bieber fan fact check us. <laughs> or it, it's, it's not Usher, sorry. It's some like some artist that was like a full on a full ass adult that was like hanging out with this like a little kid.
0: Wasn't uh wait, uh wasn't Ludacris on baby? I don't know. God. I don't. I didn't listen. well I think. It, I think it was somebody in the rap scene that what that did. Yeah, do, it was a rapper. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, we'll, we'll figure it out. But yeah, no. I mean, he's essentially like a ch- he's a, ch- a child star, right? Yeah. Like
2: he was exposed to adult adulthood super young, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know enough about him to like comment on like any anything else other than that. But when I was like when I was at Equinox, I worked with a group that I will not name, um, <laughs> but they were like children, like adults, but children. And it was the weirdest dynamic I've ever experienced. Um, so I also, I also worked with their tour, their tour manager at the time. And um, they were, they were had their hands full when they were in LA. Oh, like man. their, their tour manager was like, St- like go into these parties to make sure that like they don't essentially don't get taken advantage of or take advantage like oh, because they were just like they were essentially like kids like they didn't under they didn't quite understand what it was like to live in the real world um and i again i don't know if justin bieber is like that so I, i'm not going to
0: necessarily say but i could see how that could be the case <laughs> i mean he has posted <laughs> that he wants to fight random people on the internet so does he what uh, yeah is that a thing? I, I, you know, him and like uh, what's that other guy that's uh, a blonde dude? that's a YouTube star, Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Like the all these guys, oh like they get their <laughs> they get their fame and they let it Team go to their Tug- head and they just want to like, oh yeah, I'll you know I'll throw I'll do five rounds with you in a boxing ring. It's like, dude, you're a music star. Like stick to music, please. Why is mu- why is boxing the thing to do now? All of a sudden, I don't know because I'm because if you challenge these music stars to MMA, they'll back out. <laughs> they'll back out. <laughs> There's more rules. Yeah, <laughs> boxing is just like you can only use your fists and. I'm wearing a helmet. MMA is like you get a mouthpiece. <laughs> Good, Good luck. luck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's fair.
0: Um, where were where the hell were we where were we at with that? Oh, uh, this is Kyle. Question. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Oh, that's right. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> <Kyle>. um, <laughs> we were talking about music. We were talking about music, Spotify, Spotify listening to albums, uh oh emo. like Nemo and uh no, Nemo, emo. I said Nemo. Um I don't know where we were going with that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is, Welcome to this, our podcast. This, this is, is a com- this is a common thing that happens. So, don't be surprised. Um, Kyle, we did have uh, some questions that we wanted for you to answer for us. That was a really long way of just saying we have questions for you. Um, cool. Talking points. Talking points. Cool, you man. answered like six of them in the first you know twenty minutes. So that was awesome. Wow, we can just jump straight to one of the ones that I wanted to come or ask you was. Um, what are your goals for your music career as an artist, mm-hmm. as a as a coach, as a, as a writer? Like, what what do you see yourself, or what do you want to accomplish, you know, in the next X amount of years?
3: Oh, that's I, I always love that question. I do because uh, <laughs> it gets me thinking about that and be like, yeah, that'll be nice. Uh, like, oh, that's gonna be wonderful. Um, <laughs> I uh, so I don't ever want to stop teaching. Uh, it's you know it to Artists are very unique people, mm-hmm. um, and most uh, most artists that we all have kind of the same shit going on. Like we all kind of have these dark tapes that are very familiar dark tapes in our head. Like I'm not enough. I you know I'm never gonna be enough. Like I'm you know I'm this. I'm that. Fear of success. Fear of failure. Whatever. So I just hope that I can continue to teach artists. Um, uh that are just I mean like students I have right now are like a great sample set. Like they're just really uh really curious people, really willing to try things. Um and that makes uh that makes everything kind of fall into line. Um for my own art as well, they kind of work hand in hand. So I'm very lucky in that way. But in the future I really I can't wait. I can't wait to tour. I really like I can't wait to see the country. I can't wait to um go out in the little van and, uh, and work the circuit. I've always wanted to play festivals, always like, and I just, my, I've been like this since day one. I'm just, I I tend to write a lot, which is, you know, fine, but it's also, like That's I tell tough, all yeah. my students, like it's like, you, <laughs> you can, you can write, you also have to be an editor and you have to like, but I'm always like looking for the next thing and looking for the next song. And like, so I just hope that I can, continue to do that to fund my project really is i hope that uh in the future i can fund exactly what i want to do with my project um which is no small feat so um uh, but i don't want to go to a record company so. <laughs> mama, <laughs> mama. Del toro has got to fund it herself mama. um so yeah and then yeah, working on the craft it's a craft you never perfect uh real, at least that's what i believe you don't ever really perfect the craft of music music is not something that you master over a lifetime mm-hmm. like it's something that you have the honor of diving into and learning more and understanding more and listening more um and respecting like that every time you think like i have it in my hand that it's like no you don't
2: psych.
3: <laughs> it's psych. Like, yeah you think you know everything but you don't you just crested um, that hill
0: and then you see another one just full of light and yeah, beaming light. Yeah. like i gotta get up there <laughs> You're <now."> like crap <laughs>
3: so, and it's really nice because most of my students um when they come, uh, when they come to meet with me, like I usually ask the kind of same questions, like, you know, I'm a big smart goal person. Like, okay, what's, what's your goal? Like, what do you see yourself doing? And, um, it's really amazing how many people think they can't sing. I mean, it's like, it's the same thing happens. I get the first email is like, I know like Ryan's pointing to himself. That's me. That's me. 100%. (laughs) Uh, and you're not alone Ryan literally (laughs) everybody that is approaching it is like I'm I I should send you some well I'm not going to send you some first emails but the emails (laughs) like it's just a list of apologies I'm so sorry you have to hear my (laughs) voice I really like I'm an amateur like I'm not very good and then what what's astounding and what's really really special and really beautiful to witness is um how everyone's natural voice is stunning. And I'm not saying that lightly. It's it's beautiful. I've never heard a voice before where I'm like, that's just unfortunate. Um, you might
2: want to change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: No, it's never happened. Uh, usually, like we do things as humans to, um, for our like technique to do stuff for, to our sound but the human instrument um, is really tailor-made to everybody's bodies and everybody has a little bit of a different tone just based on anatomy and so to kind of get to and we're all instruments which is phenomenal it's it's amazing to me here's where I really nerd out it's like you know you can you can make uh, you can make a certain guitar you can make a hundred of them and they kind of have the same tonality but It depends on the person who's playing it, how they really kind of sound and how they really kind of come out. It's kind of the same with the human instrument, but we don't have a hundred of our bodies to make. We have one. So everybody's unique natural tone is going to be exactly that unique. Um, So most of the time people come in um, with... Most of the time it's the same kind of technical situations where we think that when we sing, we kind of it's it's the time. I now have to prove that I can sing. I now have to not embarrass myself. Like, okay, I'm just gonna gonna do this, and I've gotta like I've gotta stand up on this pedestal, and then I've gotta sing. Which is our bodies, our human bodies were really made to sing. They really, really were. If you think about the way our, our body is made up, just as an instrument, we're a wind instruments. So we have two little reeds in here, and then when wind passes, it makes. Um, It makes phonation and it makes sound for us. Well, that, and there's certain places inside our bodies that when sound hits those, they affect the sound somehow. Like, so that you said you were very loud at this point in your life, Mm -hmm. Um, which is kind of awesome because all of us, like as humans, the first thing we learn to do is cry. So, or, or because we need to, we need to communicate that. And so, all babies know how to scream and cry and be loud. Um, And so, our hard palate resonator is like, is woken up from the time we're an infant and your hard palate is just a place in your body that if you take your tongue, put it on the roof of your mouth, that hard space, that's just your hard palate. And when sound hits that, it acts like an amplifier, makes everything louder because it's a hard surface and uh, like kind of a hollow canal, which is your mouth. Um, So if you are a loud person, if you're like, I'm pretty loud among everyone, then your hard palate resonator is probably really fired up. So when you go to sing Linkin Park, (laughs) you know, it might be like you might be like I can do that all day. God, I
0: <laughs> wish I could do. That. I'll play it. On you... the, I'll play it on the piano for you later. <laughs> I can. I can hit all of. Unless uh... you're
3: trying to get that distorted, like growling. Yeah. Like, so know, like rock. Chester
0: Bennington's his his do roar. You... I call it a roar. I don't even call it a scream. I call it a roar. Yeah. I, it is. I will start it and then that's it it'll go <laughs> and then done that's yeah
3: it. you know just for safety yeah. maybe just let him yeah let
0: I let him carry him that go. one you know Mike Shinoda comes up I got it Chester comes out <laughs> I'll let Chester do his thing I mean <laughs> there
3: are there are coaches though that do teach growling and screaming and all like all of that technical stuff that yeah. stuff is insane to me yeah. that requires
0: I was um I was watching his uh he did a one of those drive with um uh was it uh, not jimmy kimmel or jimmy fallon uh, one of the two and uh are in the car with one of the two and he was telling uh jimmy whichever it was at the time how he gets that note or how he gets to hit it and he 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 was explaining like you know it's 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 guttural but it's also vocal or or, mm-hmm. or not he says it's not throatal like nothing comes from his throat and that's how he's able to do it over and over because he doesn't damage his vocal cords and I was just like me I'm like screaming out of my throat trying to match that I was like this hurts I don't know I'm doing it wrong
3: you know like a a good (laughs) rule of thumb is singing should never hurt it should always feel easy it's not easy it's not easy but when everything falls in line right it should feel easy it should feel really good because there's a bunch of vibrations happening inside your bodies, and what happens when vibration gets like when vibrations get kicked around inside you? There's a little bit of dopamine that gets released, so our brain is like, "This feels nice," and mm-hmm. we're like, "Yes, nice, um, <laughs> nice." And nice. so when everything's kind of working in one, it should feel good. It should uh, be pretty easy. And a side effect is that it sounds good. So if if you're going for it, if you ever sing anything, and it feels like you know what, I felt pretty good. Like that was fairly, like that was, that was fairly easy. Like, I, I'm not sure if I could hit that exact same place one twice, but when I did it <laughs> that one time, that was fine. That's probably good. Yeah. If you're, fe- if you ever feel like I'm making, like, I'm, I'm really kind of leaning into it. I can only kind of do this once. That's probably when you know, like, Oh, your chords are probably just being a little bit stressed out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little superstar. I think, yeah. I think that
0: that's me. Like I'll, I'll like when I'm jamming, like when I, you know, find that CD that I want to listen to, I'll hit all those songs and then there'll be that one song on the album where it goes a little out of my range and I'm like, mm, I'll, just, I'll, just, uh, I'll just take a backseat <laughs> yeah, to this yeah. one. just going to bob your head <laughs> a little bit to this one. <laughs> but everything else, like, man, I'll roll down the windows and I'll have a good time and I'll just like, good. I'll be banging my head and then just I'll look over and people are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm enjoying myself. I'm vibrating. Yes. I
2: yes. Yes. Please. Vibrate in that all. hard
0: place.
3: <laughs> Dang you! I mean, we have you know, we have an instrument in us. Everybody sing. If there was more singing in the world, I'm not sure it'd be louder. Um, <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but that's all I have to
0: say. I just, I just, you know, one day I hope I get the chance to uh, hear Ryan sing.
3: Ryan, this happen. is your <laughs> this is kind of your ample I have a piano right here so I can give you a starting oh, note. There if
0: you is want. look at one that. didn't i did not want to have up. a guitar upstairs too, so you could stop you know. it. Two <laughs> two no <laughs> <laughs> I thought one would be no. I was no, for I'm sure pretty- one would be no. <laughs>
3: I'm pretty sure the worst thing as somebody who admits that you've taken voice lesson is hearing, Oh, you should sing for us.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> right yeah. He hates right it now. every time. I mean, I think I tease him about it every time. Look, over.
0: I put it, I put
2: it out there. So I like, I know that that's going to, that's going to happen. Um, for sure. Like there's no surprise to that. Um, uh, it's like the thing, the thing about singing for me is I, and this will lead to another question that I'll have, I'll kind of have for you, uh, is so I I enjoy singing. Don't get me wrong. I definitely love it. Um, I mean, I've definitely tried in the past, for better or for worse, for everybody else that was listening to it. Um, I mean, at, at one point in time, I did an acoustic, like I did a full on acoustic set in like a essentially like a, a show. Um, so that is a thing that exists in my past. That's hot. Yeah, I mean, super hot. I mean, it was all covers. That is hot. Because I. That's hot. Yeah, punk doesn't quite that's... didn't quite translate to uh, acoustic. Should I go get my guitar so you can acoustic the shit out of this? No. Damn it. Um, but so, but it's like, it's, I'm self-conscious, right? Mm-hmm. I, it is one of those, like, it's one of those, and I think that's a very common thing. Um, uh, I feel pretty, pretty safe to say that, uh, people tend to be very self-conscious of their voice. And that's like, that's the big thing for me is I, I am super self-conscious about it. Um, regardless of how much I enjoy it and the, uh, I forgot where I was going to go with that. Uh, you're um, self-conscious about your voice, Yeah, self-conscious yeah. about my voice. So, oh, so, but like, it's an, it's an, it is an interesting thing. Like listening to you talk about like your students, um, you know, again, my, me being one of them as well is I, uh, you know, I don't do it because I am trying to become an artist or I'm not, I don't have a necessarily like a goal or a, a future, a future vision of myself, like performing or trying to perform. Um, it's literally just for my, like really just for my own, my self-esteem essentially, um, which leads me into a question, a question with like with you, do you, do you feel like a lot of, you know, what, wh- how would you say like your, the breakdown of your students go? Is it, is it people that are, you know, just doing it for themselves um, because they just want to feel better about it or I mean, I'm mean i sure it's a mix, but do you, do you have more people that are actually like trying to actively pursue music as a career or something along those lines.
3: So that's a great question. Um I have uh it's actually a really nice balance right now. Um and the way I approach the way I approach teaching voice I'm I'm like I'm a I'm a hippie. So and mm-hmm. I'm I'm very big into like somatic therapy. So like your body like I'm very big in like your body stores energy or trauma or emotions in some way and they can get, you know, caught up. So for um a lot of people come with the same thing, right? And where they, you know, they're like I don't want to like I just want to sing cuz it cuz it feels good and like I just don't want to Feel this fear when I do it because I like it but then when I do it in front of other people it's not as enjoyable well um and a lot of people to answer your question probably about maybe half come in originally just just like with with that just hey and I love those people because they're in it for the like that's pure that's pure when you know somebody just wants to sing for their soul Mm -hmm. like that's amazing
0: um
3: so often those students um uh we like I we really focus on kind of getting your entire body into it and kind of checking in on what's going on because this in particular our throat we tend to when we get Um, When we get very stressed out, a lot of us hold tension in our back or our pecs or our throat closes up, especially when we have a hard time expressing ourselves or we are worried about what other people are going to think when we express our truth. And so by actually singing, you're vibrating this and you're and you're kind of opening it up. And when you do that certain thoughts or certain fears come up it happens with like everybody at a certain point like they'll kind of uh will will hit something where myself as a coach I can see like this person can go far beyond this like you guys know like it's like you are this is this might be a little bit of a mental block now and which is very hard for singing because you know our instrument is our bodies and if we are scared if we're um if we have if we're dealing with fears if we are dealing with setbacks it shows up in our body so for a lot of people this is kind of a healing time where singing becomes very healing to um just to your spirit and your confidence because you're forced to deal with you know your our voices ourselves we're we're playing an instrument which is us yeah so it's incredibly vulnerable so a lot of people i like at first i was surprised when i started coaching how there i have like a lot of uh, i had some uh business people just come in to be like i just want more confidence and i want to learn how to sing fuck yeah okay <laughs> yeah. i get it all right um so like the other thing that we focus in on singing is breath a lot of breath work and so that also being in tune with your body and having to consider your entire body from your hips all the way up which is the entirety of your instrument gives us a little bit more body awareness and so all of this kind of working together builds confidence and builds um, and kind of builds this idea that you know everybody has the right to sing um everybody does you like I'm a big proponent you know, there's you're not so not special that you don't deserve to sing because it's a great gift that our bodies give us so um does that answer your question i feel like i just <laughs> answered another question That's and my, kind of answered your You kind of did answer another question
0: too because I, I was going to follow it up like as you finish it with can everyone learn to sing
3: i i truly believe so unless like there is a phys like there is a rare physical condition where your vocal cords do not work Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm a huge believer in anybody can learn how to sing um some people some people's body every body reacts differently so something that's going to be really easy to one person is probably you know, not going to be so easy for another and vice versa. And I'm a huge believer in that if anybody wants to go along the journey, because it is a journey, I know it's really hippie to consider it a journey, but it (laughs) is, it's a journey you're never done. Um, and you have to work through the process, um, of struggle and of, not getting it, not landing it, and continuing to practice and continue to practice and then getting it once and then landing off and then getting it twice and then continuing on. And if you're doing it right, if you're challenging yourself, that you should always kind of feel like, ah, fuck, this is another (laughs)
1: challenge. I thought I
3: had everything. It's like, no. So so yes, anybody really can learn how to, that's my belief, anybody can learn how to
0: sing. Yeah. So it,
2: it, I I agree with you on that one. And I think kind of paralleling the, the fitness aspect, it is, it is that everybody, everybody can move. Everyone can, you know, regardless there's, there's always some level or some capacity for you to do the thing that you want to do, right? Exercise there's always a way. Like I am a believer in that one in the same regard of like, you know, no matter how out of shape you think you might be, there's always something to do. And, you know, in previous episode, we kind of talked about that, um, about one of my guys that lost in Olson twin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, what'd you say?
3: Oh, I didn't say anything. That oh. was just my face. I think that was speaking loud. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, I heard confused. your, I
2: heard your face. There was a, no, there was a, um, yeah, well, I, I don't want to rehash that one. <laughs> um, so, but no, I, I think it is really interesting. I, I think I would, I'd be interested to hear too. Like, you know, for, for, and I, I don't know if I'm a special case or if I want to just pat myself on the back in this one, but I kind of went into this, like, not, again, not trying to be anything robust or, like, fantastical or trying to, you know, be a professional by any means. Um, and so I didn't really set any, like, massive expectations on myself on, like, what would be, what I would sound like kind of, like, from a listener's side. Um, and so I think, I feel like a lot of people go in kind of comparing themselves to what they listen to already. And being like, well, like, how am I gonna sound like Adele, or how am I gonna mm. sound like whoever, Bruno um, Mars, yeah, Bruno Mars, like, um, um, the guy from Panic at the Disco that I can't, Brandon Yuri oh. um, so like, how am I gonna do that? And I think, and I mean, kind of correct me if I'm wrong, like. You know they're sure there might be there might be cases that you're like sure you might not sound like them like you might not get to that level potentially um but there will the, you can always still sound good like there's always the potential to sound good whatever that may or may not be <laughs> yes
3: i'm so glad you said that because um it kind of hits on a couple of things number one all of us have our own unique I mean again with it's our bodies so we're all very very unique and depending on the thickness of our cords and what's you know and our anatomical makeup inside of our heads and our throat and our and, our, and the shape of our pharynx all that stuff um nobody is going to sound like a, like Adele's gonna sound like Adele but uh like a person with like that kind of sounds a little bit like her might sound like a little bit but you're never gonna get I should do this. You're never <laughs> gonna get a carbon copy of a singer. Um uh, yeah. So um which is which is wonderful. You wouldn't want to be a carbon copy. Um uh and certain uh certain styles um are whatever you practice most you're going to get the strongest at. So while people I think we have a hard time especially as singers because we do hear these great singers even as amateurs we've listened to them on the radio like we're comparing ourselves with the greats. And then we go to sing something and we're just like, that's not me. And then this huge chasm between like, you know, where you wanna be and where you are. And this whole gap becomes very depressing. And no. it's like, well, I'm never gonna get across there. Well, I think the dangerous thing is like, you know, we're comparing Beyoncé's year. 35, where she, all her training, all the things we'll never see with like our, you know, year two or our week one. And thinking, I'm never going to get there. And I think that's a huge disservice to actually just finding your own voice and to understanding what your voice sounds like. Because the hardest thing is you could be technically doing exactly what Beyonce is doing. You could be hitting her same um, air pressure. You could be creating the same vowel in your mouth. You can have the same amount of opening. You could have the same. Uh, you could have the same pressure system, you could have the same vocal cords, Um, but it's not going to sound exactly like Beyonce. It's going to sound different. And let's say your vocal cords are not like Beyonce's at all. You're going to sound much different. No matter how hard you work, some bodies are made, are, are going to sound different than others. And kind of having that acceptance is really having a body acceptance of, okay you know what I'm here right now it doesn't mean that and I say this all the time and I really mean it um for singers the voice is very important the voice is is almost like it's a tool so if we have a really great sounding if you think about any artist that you love any artist it's probably not just their voice that you're like, oh wow, it's probably also their dynamics and the way their emotion comes out in the song and the way they feel the song and their interpretation. So a singer like Beyonce or like an Adele can be just as powerful as somebody like a Joni Mitchell or a Billie (laughs) Eilish who's doing a totally different technique but you can still hear the pain in their voice, you can hear the emotion, and so, it really, like, at the end of the day, it matters much more um, how you how you feel when you are delivering that material and the truth that you're feeling and the and kind of the presence that you have, rather than any kind of like vocal acrobatics. Not to knock it, vocal acrobatics are very fun. <laughs> um, uh, they're great, um, and they're very fun to do, and they're very very impressive. But for people who are you know we don't we don't need another adele we have adele she's amazing <laughs> um and she does adele very well so we've got her
0: yeah you know but she like do more what more <laughs> adele she she stopped singing oh
2: did she yeah did she have no I think she's coming back did she yeah, i thought she was i thought she was making a comeback didn't God, she just I perform so. she just performed recently didn't she yeah. i don't think so
3: well
2: all right. I'm going crazy. I think she's
3: should make come back. I don't think Adele is done singing. God, I hope not. Uh, but who knows? Yeah. What do I know? <laughs> I Adele's thought Adele was a black lady.
0: I thought Adele was a black lady when I first started singing, sing. And then my girlfriend brought her up. And I was like, holy crap. She's British? <laughs> she's a honky. And white? <laughs> yeah.
3: Those, the British have amazingly very juicy vowels. Yeah. Just juicy. the way their tongue is shaped while they sing. They're very juicy. It's fine. I'll say it one <laughs> more time. Do it. Juicy juicy <laughs> they got fine. juicy vowels
2: this is kind of a like very off topic, but well it's on topic, but off what we were just talking about. um why are the Swedish so good at writing songs?
3: The Swedish are so oh, why are the Swedish so good at writing songs? Yeah,
2: aren't like all um, of the writers Swedish?
3: you know, I don't know the answer to that question <laughs> um I don't.
2: Oh, all right i I, I don't didn't that, know they that were that swedish there are
3: <laughs> swedish writers that are amazing well, like, a lot of really great artists that come out of sweden
2: well like uh what's his max something one of the he's like writes he's one of the writers that have written like all like most of the like but i mean it's pop music but most like of the pop top pop songs within like recent times say that three times fast yeah that was tough seriously um
3: um you know, it's interesting because um, Max Martin,
2: Max Martin, yeah.
3: Oh, Max Martin. Um, uh, yeah.
2: Get at me! Fuck if I know. Get at me with my music knowledge.
3: <laughs> Stumped. All
2: right, that's fair. Fuck if I know? I was just—I was like—I was like—I wonder. Maybe she has. Some Why insight. do you
3: think the Swedish? What is your yeah, Ryan. theory, Ryan? My- I want to know your theory.
2: Um, I think it's because. So my theory is Sweden. Cool place, right? Apparently nice, high standard of living, um, but it's cold, you know, and cold is hard and you know, it makes it tough to, you know, go outside, um, enjoy summertime, which they may or may not have. I'm not 100% sure what the Swedish weather looks like. Um, you know, but, and, and they're, I think also because their their language is already kind of sing-songy a little bit, you know, so they're kind of like right at birth, they're learning how to sing by, by default of their language. Um you know, and uh uh I'm trying to think of other things off the top of my head that would make sense. <laughs> you know, and and sometimes yeah, I don't know. I have nothing. All all I like to think of as
0: frozen, but I think that's like Nordic or Icelandic or
2: Yeah, it's uh it's Iceland. Yeah. What Not, is the, what's that's, that's what's what the I mean. who is that from? What's what are the stories? Anybody remember? Uh, of Frozen? Yeah, Frozen's based off of uh isn't it is from the same like stories from like Little Mermaid? Um, Disney? Well, no, D- Disney didn't write that. Gotcha. Oh, um. little, little Mermaid is based <laughs> off of a of of like a, uh, I think it's a, Icelandic story, um, like folktale. Let's see, because that
3: makes sense because it's a little fucked up. Well, I mean the real version's a little fucked up. Yeah, I mean not really. If
2: like, I, she she turns into like sea foam at the end. Spoiler alert. Um, like Ariel yeah. dies.
3: Yeah, Ariel's dead. And she's like, I guess you got to li- like live with that other chick. It's fine. Yeah, I'm only really 16. What do I got?
2: <laughs> one of the, I think it's in, in Reykjavik, they have. Uh, oh, it's Danish. Is it Danish? It's Danish. Danish. Hans Christian Andersen. That's it. Hans Christian Andersen. <gasps> and he Hans also Christian wrote Anderson. The Little
0: Mermaid. Yeah. And The Princess and the Pea. Yes. Yep.
2: Yeah. Okay. And then just like a lot of other tales come from a lot of the other like movies, like kids movies that we have come from um, uh, the uh, Brothers Grimm. Uh, Vari- variations of that. <laughs> yeah. Smash my headphone into the mic. <laughs> this is the most <laughs> turning we've done
0: like yeah, we usually Never sit across <laughs> from each other
2: and stare stare deeply into each other's eyes. Um what was it? Uh, what else do we have?
0: Um I actually so we we put on our Instagram uh questions for a uh, uh vocal coach and I'm I'm hoping you'll be happy enough to play along with some of them. Fuck yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Let's do it. Dude. Awesome. Okay,
0: so these come from listeners. Um the first question is Have you ever had to coach someone who was a in quotes bad singer? And what did you tell them?
3: Ooh, okay. I feel like i so, might have answered that one. <laughs> um you know what? Uh uh again, I've I i i will go back to I've really never heard a bad, bad voice, but if somebody came to me with a lot of technical things where like usually we, we think about a bad quote unquote bad singer as somebody who's singing and maybe they're a little off pitch, maybe they're too above the note, maybe they're too, they're, they're too below the note. Um, maybe their voice is going, you know, it's unstable. it's going up and down and it's cracking. Um, all of that takes time. Pitch, pitch intonation, the ability to match pitch. It's not the easiest thing in the world to do um, if we're not used to doing it, because what has to happen is, number one, our ear has to hear it. So our ear has to be really akin to listening to these different variations. And, so, and, they, and our ear has to be able to tell the difference from half steps and has to be able to tell different intervals and has to be able to do this in real time anyways. So our ear has to hear it, and then our vocal cords have to stretch or shorten to the exact millimeter to produce that pitch. And then there's all this going on up here that can either like uh, that can either like really land the pitch or can make it go a little above or a little below. So it really depends about where somebody is, like let's just say in the case scenario where it's, you know, inability to match pitch, like the voice is going all up and down, breathing's really hard. Um, honestly, like, then it then it's, uh, I tell all my students, like, you can, you can honestly, all of this stuff is, is, learn you can learn this it's just going to take patience and that's the hardest thing anybody really can learn but the patience is where you really separate the men from the boys because most people there's going to come a period and whenever you're learning something new where it's hard and you don't get it right away and it's this big black valley of i'll never get it Mm -hmm. and that's just it's just simply not true so uh like does does that answer? Does I, that answer the
0: question? I would say that answered the question. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's it's kind of the the adage of practice makes perfect. Yeah, exactly. You know, yep. you're, you're saying there's no bad singers out there, just singers who need help and practice. And basically, you're you're you gave us the guides as to how you would develop their strengths. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. like
3: on the whole, like as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'm also assuming like mentally they're like, I can do this. If they're like, I can't do this, and then then we gotta handle the messes. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're, they're, we, we we somebody talked else about first. That. Yeah, we talked about that too. Yeah. Um well, let's see.
2: Well, oh, t- To add on to that, like, no, I think that's I think that's a really that was a a little bit of an eye opening piece for me. Um, again, I was like like just talking about this with with the gal pal last night. Um, that I was. I was kind of talking to uh i was talking about like music and and the singing and you know marissa keeps asking me to sing for and so i'm just like nope go we'll away. wait um but i uh i think one of the one of the things that i'm most grateful for this isn't me trying to like both like uh you know blow smoke by any means um but i was like like I, I was walking in when you when i walked in for the very first time and you're like all right so you practice like you you brought something to practice singing for and i was like mm-hmm like sweating like when we so this was you know pre-covid times like i would go into like this like the classroom i guess you could call it and would like sweat like just a sweaty fucking mess you're just super because nervous i was so nervous like like i would i brought shirts like i would sometimes have like a <laughs> backpack because i would like ride my bike over there or like if i drove i would have another shirt because i was like i would sweat so bad that I would change my shirt because i was so nervous Um, but I was talking like, but I was what I was telling with Marissa was like, I think like one of the things that I most appreciate about you, Kyle is your, like your positivity doesn't come across as disingenuous and it comes across as like very genuine in the idea that you truly do believe that like everybody has the potential to the potential to sing. Because if I think if I went, if I had another instructor that was um, just a little bit harsh, like a little bit too harsh, probably would have dissuaded me from continuing on. Um, because I was that much of a nervous wreck going, (laughs) going in. Um, and it's like, you know, know, so we're, we've been, I've been working with her for a while now and, um, not as much as I would like, but the, the, I think the, I finally, like I was telling her like the last time, last session that we had, I was like, I finally feel like a little confident, like I feel some confidence in like, not necessarily, being afraid to like try and fuck up um like that that newbie that kind of like newbie like fear is like has finally started to subside a little bit and I was like all right like I know I'm in a safe place like I can fuck this up and it's like no judge like judgment free which I appreciate because I feel I feel the same way or I hope I feel the same way to like when I'm coaching and I'm working with people in this like it's a it's totally judgment free like you're brand new there are no judgments like everyone can do it. Like we just got to figure it out for you. Um, when it comes to like exercise, and I think it's a very, just a very similar parallel. And, uh, hopefully my story will incite some people to do it as well. (laughs) You're going to inspire future, inspire future vocalists.
3: That means so much as a coach. That's literally the, the best compliment you could. That makes me just like as a coach just yeah. uh, it's incredibly fulfilling to hear um yeah. well it's true i did not you didn't sweat that much uh to you didn't sweat that much <laughs> and you did great uh like you really uh can. like you're just such a positive human being anyways it's also very positive to be um positive around you and i think the other thing that i that i also failed to mention that i should really like mention is any but like the true if I can sing, anybody can sing. I came at a place where it's like couldn't match pitch, couldn't do like was just nah. And so I like when I deal with students and they have like an issue, it's like, oh yeah, that.
0: Don't <laughs> yeah, worry. You're like, been I've, been there. Been I've been there, I know how to fix yeah, this. I've been there,
3: <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but um, that and what you say about making mistakes, I'm, I'm so glad you feel comfortable with that now because that's like the number one way you get better Is yeah, that's the hard thing with singing is like you gotta, you can't be afraid to like, like really just fail again and again and again. Mm. Um, because you're gonna fail way more than you're gonna succeed, especially when it comes to voice. And failure is so good, your body learns every time you try to sing, your body learns something. So, and like, I also want to put this out. Ryan really does have a good voice. He came to <laughs> me with a good voice. Like, and when he and when you loosen up, Ryan, and no, when you're just there, man, when you're in the zone, like it is fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. This guy did Into the Unknown
1: and he fucking <laughs> nailed it. He told me about it.
3: Totally. It was very impressive. I was, I seriously was like, oh shit. He said this guy's really gonna He go said that, that you it, were like,
0: you were like just right there, almost matching that last that last high pitch right like i can't i i can't well i think so yeah. if i remember correctly i feel I like you told me hit, you i were, was able to hit hit that high
2: right there yeah though yes, i I told you him. did i told him of my friends about that like the day after i think it was like the day after um i met with some friends and uh i was like hey this is uh, he was like oh so tell me about your singing i was like yeah this is the song that we're practicing he's like seriously and he's like i don't think i could hit that and i'm like if i can you can <laughs> i was like come on because he's like no that's a
3: hard song that's just a hard song and you're lucky that your range also your natural range is like your ability to go there is also like not too far off from where where you were to start
0: hell yeah Kyle I kid you not so like a couple days after he told me that I was listening to Spotify and I was like let me put on some panic that song came on and I tried to get there (laughs) I tried to get there I definitely wasn't warm I got to like so there's I think he's I think he does it three times. I got the first two. I nailed the first two. And the third one I was like
1: ah. <laughs> 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 I'm going to
0: I'm going to dial it back on that third <laughs> one. I hit the first two. I'm accomplished there. I'm good. It's That one's dude, that one's tough, man. Like it's a wild ride. Yes man.
3: it is. Yes it is a show pony note. It's the <laughs> like, you know, that's when a singer is like I can hit this. Oh yeah. Uh, that's and, like
0: that's like drop the mic. Step on stage. Look what I can do. Drop the mic. (laughs)
3: Pretty much. That's Brendan Urie. That's why I love him. I love Panic at the Disco. I
0: love him, too. I love him. Sad
3: it's sad. yeah i learned i listen to early panic at the disco and i'm like oh how could oh, i and then i keep listening <laughs> because i'm like oh, i no, this lo- is bad. And i got made terrible. fun of
0: so bad in high school for loving panic at the disco like all my friends were the emo scene kids or the right. like the the emo screamer kids and like how can you listen to panic and i go it's the best of both worlds it's happy and sad at the same time with right. screaming it's so and melodic, melodic it's notes so
1: and fun yeah
0: and, and I, like they're like no you can't you gotta like this and you got to slit your wrist with us or you got to go like that and God. you know comb and, your and hair black over. your eyes yeah and i was just like can i do both you can, you can. Do both? i'm gonna start my can own be one scene of the
3: theater kids yeah
0: wait, wait, even what? What? i wasn't even fitting in with the damn theater kids Dude, they, they didn't want me your theater
3: either. kids were not <laughs> as
0: cool as they should be. they didn't want me either i wasn't wanted Um
3: you were too much you were just too much of a talent for somebody I to was, handle. i
0: was too loud i think that's what it was <laughs> you, 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 you just uh, you muted everybody I did. by your My voice just put everybody your boisterous tone is that the right word boisterous boisterous does yeah. that work i don't know boisterous. i need yeah. to read more books apparently just look <laughs> online that's what the internet's for you believe everything on the internet now it's science yeah um uh, all right, go for Wait. It. wait 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 there's something that i wanted to go back to while we were oh, talking about this your side note you're very much free to
2: divulge whatever you want about our stuff it's very much an open book feel free
3: okay well then ryan I mean, you kind of are one day you kind of
0: are yes did he really
3: and, <laughs> and and his own pee that's was very awesome. sad I just believe a puddle it. of urine and ryan <laughs> you know i think he threw up too it's yeah. hard to tell was he, he was crying there as well
2: there's so there was just so he was like, crying right? so many fl- not bodily not that fluids day. He oh wasn't he didn't cry that day. day oh man uh, i've only seen that no, once that yeah In actuality, Kyle is actually one of of those uh, crazy Russian ballet teachers. Oh, she 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 hits you. She sometimes hits me when I don't don't have good good posture.
0: She counts and then hits you with the ruler when you're wrong. Learn faster. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And then throws glass on the dance floor. Dude, I have those
3: teachers. Now I'm like... And there were always, like, older women, too. I, I <laughs> kid
0: you not. I had, like, an Eastern European piano teacher who would smack my knuckles if I hit the wrong key. And it, it drove me away from piano. I didn't want to play piano I, anymore. I love listening to a piano. I love jazz bands with piano. I will not sit down and learn to play one because I'm just, like, I'm not, I'm mentally scarred from way back in the day. But I just, yeah. like, now I'm, like, nah, I don't want to learn <laughs> but like i really like piano yeah
3: how many teachers like that's what makes me so sad is i don't know what is it about the arts but like some teachers are just like artists are crazy anyways so then you get like a teacher who's doing this who's equally as crazy but now they're like instructing a child
0: yeah yeah, with a ruler
3: (laughs) with a ruler (laughs) and there's you know and all bets are off
0: (laughs) oh so okay so when we were talking about um you know, uh, singing and practicing. And I was the same uh, when I started. Um, I was very shy. I was very like self-conscious about my voice. And it wasn't until my friends took me to a karaoke bar and they were like, you got to sing. And I was like, man, I don't want to sing. Like, I don't know any of these people. And he goes, that's the point. You don't know anybody here and you're never going to see them again. Kill me. Fast forward to like four years later, we go to the same karaoke bar. Like every year people know us there i'm known as the asian cowboy because i do country music <laughs> but i my warm-up song is um be like you from the jungle book that is legit oh, my warm-up good...
3: song that's gonna like that's, that's gonna awesome. touch on a lot of yeah <laughs> can a little bit? yeah can you just do it oh do you want me warm-up?
0: to you want me to do it
3: yeah yeah sure
2: pull back from the mic a little bit so that way you don't blow everyone's eardrums out <laughs> all right hold on. Hold are going to play it?
0: I, I need to get the... in my. He's head. pulling
3: up the lyrics.
0: No, no, I, I don't He's even like, need the lyrics.
2: Don't you dare insult oh, him. Damn. <laughs> he knows <laughs> these lyrics.
0: Now, nope. I'm the king of the swingers, roll the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I want to be a man-man cub and stroll right into town and be just like the other man. I'm tired of mucking around. Oh, ooby-doo. I wanna be like you. I wanna walk like you, talk like you too. You see, it's true. Someone like me can learn to be human too. Yeah. yeah. Nice spot, Hell yeah. What a great voice. Fuck yeah. a nice. Oh, man. Yeah, so that's my warm-up song. A little bit of salty. <laughs> that, s- <laughs> that will uh that will get aired and then everybody's gonna hit me up, and then I'm gonna be like, oh
2: crap. Oh, I got all these deals, <laughs> Ryan. I'm <laughs> so sorry. So many
0: deals now. I gotta stop hot. Disney's hitting me up. I gotta go. That's it. You're gonna be the next Adele Dazim. Or I'm gonna get sued. One of the two. <laughs>
2: Uh no I don't I actually don't I think uh, fair use will allow us to do oh, vocal okay. covers cool as, yeah, long as, yeah, as long as we don't play the original as long
0: we don't play the music right yeah All right, cool you're good yes. nice <laughs> yeah so that's my warm up and then like I will literally sing anything else and then I have really? to I will have to have like two shots okay maybe a beer and a shot there is oh wow well. yeah. okay. <laughs> it, it loosens my my nerves like I, I'll, sure. I'll, I'll just yeah. they call it liquid it courage for yeah, a reason. liquid courage <laughs> right. Yeah, but after that, I'm, I'm I'm good. Just give me some water, <laughs> water and some tea. Just keep the the throat warm, and I'm good to go. No, you don't want nodes, no, Mm-mm. no nodes on these chords. I wanted like to ride rhyme nodes with something, and it didn't. It didn't quite work. I was gonna say codes, but that's not <laughs> whatever. What's in your throat? Good. Science rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> um, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so so that's my that's where I practice my reps in public is uh, is uh, karaoke bars. That's my fucking worst nightmare yeah. is to sing at a karaoke it, it was. It literally was my worst nightmare till I did that.
2: Because I go, well, the problem is one, I never go willingly no. just to throw that out there. It's <laughs> always something else brought me there, like a birthday party. And I'm like, I can't say no to that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's always around my friends. It's like a group of my friends. The, especially because the ones that I've always been to are those like small rooms. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like. It's, like, a 10-byte a or, well, however big a, the, one of these rooms are. You're talking about a jail cell. Yeah, it's a, that's a jail cell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I uh... Where are you going to? Fir- Downtown? Uh, it's a closet. You might have, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, it's it's always one of these, like, tiny-ass rooms with, like, all of the people that I know. And so I'm, like, no no way am I about to do this. Like, that is not what I need on my conscience right now because that would be even more sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: that, yeah. But uh, you know, you should you should practice your rips with me there. Y- Not a chance. You don't I'll, have eventually. Like one karaoke I'll song, Brian, that you. you're
3: like, oh, I can do this. This is fine. What's up? You don't have one karaoke song where you're like, I can do this.
2: I have I have sung karaoke in front of people, I believe, twice in my life, oh my God. and I can tell you what that song is. Fun what fact. Is it? Um, it's, this one happens this b- both times. It happened when I had like just enough liquor in me, um, where like my inhibition was dropped just enough that I like <laughs> gave the okay. And when I was like, oh shit, I have a mic in my hand. Like, guess I have to do it. Um, it is the best love song in the world to become one by the spice girls. Oh, <gasps> can I get
0: a taste? No,
3: oh, Yeah. Man. can we get a, can we just get a little bit of a.
2: Just,
0: the, just a just a just <laughs> that's Mm-mm. it just like you know a, when they I drop just a no
2: splash
3: love like never
1: love
0: look
2: all i'm gonna all i'm gonna say wanna is wanna make
0: two love baby close damn it it's make it. Love, it's love to you. you yeah um hey don't judge me my
2: uh i say my willpower is pretty strong and i will not give it to <laughs> pressure
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty okay it's well a pretty do you guys have
3: any here. liquor there or is i is have a alcohol? i
0: might get him to sing on our whiskey episode no way.
3: Okay, perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not happening.
2: Yes. Look, I'm working on it. That is that is why I started taking cl- like taking lessons mm-hmm. is to feel better about my voice. So it will happen at some point. I just you need know, to I just, I, I, just I need to get my uh, Are you
0: going to have like a coming out party or like a vocal coming out party?
2: That's a weird way to describe uh, that, but probably. A vo- uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to host I'm going to host have, a small concert. Are you going to have a
0: throat party? I'm going like, to Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: No, I can't put I can't put that on the thing because I'll know too many, too many people that are gonna be like, yes, please. Sign up. And I that's would sign why up. why you should put it on there, <laughs> yeah. I like, Yeah,
3: okay.
1: Yeah, i I'm,
2: uh, g- well, I'm gonna just sure. dis- but it's gonna be disappointing.
0: No. Look, there, uh, there's way too there's there's
2: way too much of a funny backstory of where I'm trying to get at with this joke that I don't know that I should get into and in something that would be public. Um <laughs> Maybe off air. Yeah, that would definitely be like a non-recording thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, no,
3: maybe it should be on air. No, you just say,
2: right? I told I told you the, I told you at the very beginning. I'm nervous about getting canceled before I even hit a hit a point where I could get canceled. <laughs> <laughs>
0: say, be cancelable, cancel worthy.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna get shut down before I'm even cancel worthy.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: but uh, no, I it, well, it will. I
3: can't wait for your throw party.
2: It will eventually happen. <laughs> it will eventually happen mm-hmm. there will be a time I guarantee I promise that will be it just you know just need some uh, yeah, just need a little more time a little more time to feel better about myself a more liquid courage we got you no I'm being honest man it'll happen I feel you I, I, I trust the process
0: Oh,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> respect respect baby
1: respect respect
0: alright we got another question Kyle I have another one for you let's do it so this okay. one's this one's written with like the parentheses so I'm just gonna read it as is how to get your head voice seamlessly? Parentheses, no obvious breaks in the range. Getting there. Close parentheses.
3: Good question. Okay, um, you gotta you gotta pay for this information. Good question. <laughs> um, so uh, so to kind of uh, to kind of help clarify the question, um, so head voice is uh, for people that don't know what head voice is, um. Head voice is a uh, place in our range, in every singer's range, where vibrationally, the vibrations are getting up into your nasal passages. So vibrations rise. So when you're at your lower series of notes down here, ma, all those vibrations are kind of in your oral cavity, in your mouth. You may feel some vibrations in your chest. That's why, it's, that's why you often hear it referred to as chest voice. A um, little bit of vibration in your throat but, really, throat, but really the sound waves are kind of staying steady down, down here. And as we rise up and up and up and up and up, um, then those vibrations rise with us. Um, and they rise internally inside of our mouth and inside of our instruments, inside the back of our pharynx, until they get to this very sneaky spot, which uh, is, we kind of touched in at the hard palate, if you put your tongue in the roof of your mouth, that area. But uh, the hard palate is part of this bridge which is a divider between your oral cavity and your nasal cavity. And so that divider right there is very, very sneaky for singers because as we start to get up in pitch, there's a series of notes right right within this territory in the middle um, on that bridge that our body has to navigate that difference of pressure to start hitting higher notes in our head voice (laughs) until everything is just vibrating up in our nasal cavity so um so that transition between uh vibrations in our mouth and vibrations in our head voice can be a little bit tricky to navigate so just a couple of things number number one make sure that you're breathing correctly so um breath work in voice is everything it's the foundation of everything it's uh it's imperative most of mo- a lot of vocal problems happen when singers aren't taking a very good breath and especially when we talk about head voice um, we really, really need to take a good breath. So what a good breath and singing looks like is when your lo- lower lungs fill first. So if you picture your lungs like a triangle, the upper half of the triangle is, let's just call that your upper lungs. And you can see that if your chest rises first, you're taking all that air into your upper lungs, your shoulders rise a little bit, your neck muscles tense up. And the upper lungs are actually not where we want to fill that air first. We'd like to fill the lower uh, lungs first because there's more space inside. Um, And you can see that if your stomach drops a little bit, and you can see your lower ribs expanding. And then as we exhale, we have a little bit of natural contraction um, on our mid and our upper abs, and that takes that air pressure out for us. So um that's just like the breakdown of good of singing and breathing so if we have that what's really nice is we don't have to rely on our throat to take all this pressure to get these vibrations up what we have to rely on is that nice breath and then for that clean transition to be into our head voice we have to make a little bit of space in the back of our instruments um, a place called um we can either lift the soft palate um, or uh, we can think about getting a little bit of nasality to that sound. Um, so that, that really ugly nye, 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 sound that we would not make unless we were singers or terrible <laughs> children. Or
2: Tom DeLong. Um <laughs> <laughs> Or Blink-182. <182. laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, Sorry. I had to call it uh, out. Sorry.
0: Sorry. Oh no,
3: dude, it's good. Hey man, nasal <laughs> singing. We love nasal singing. Hey, it singing made
0: him millions and us. now he likes aliens. Yeah, nasal singing singing took him far. Truth is out there.
3: (laughs) Um, but if somebody were having difficulty with that transition break, um, what has to happen at that point is your body has to be, uh, we have something in our bodies called resonators, resonating points, and those are very specific anatomical place places that when sound hits those guys, they're gonna do something with the sound, like we kind of touched on earlier, but, um. All, there's there's many different resonation points in your instrument, and those guys are like little muscles. So when, when sound hits those guys, they can either, if they're sleepy, they're not going to react at all. They're just going to be like, I don't give a fuck what you want. <laughs> um, and they're not going to do anything for you, and the note's going to actually be harder to hit. Uh, but if your if your body is used to receiving vibrations there and those resonators are a little bit woken up, they get stronger. So what it requires is less air for those resonators to take the sound and be like, Oh, I got this for you. So if somebody is having, uh, issues getting up to their head voice, I would recommend number one, focus on breathing. Uh, think about keeping your soft palate open. Uh, think about air through nose. Um, And try humming first. Humming is a really good training tool um, to kind of help you find your head voice because when we go, it's all air through our nose. And so when we go to sing up into our head voice, because those vibrations are literally up here in our nasal passages, that's more air through our nose, and so humming in those places can get your body used to. Oh, okay, here's my nasal passages. Here they are. Um, and the other thing I would caution is take it really, really nice and slow. Like take it like um, make sure that you're doing. Uh, if you are stretching your range, make sure you're doing a proper warm up. Uh, it's so boring. I know, I know. Nobody likes to sing scales. We all wanna sing like queen right away. I get it.
1: Hell yeah.
3: Um, but your voice is just like your body. So if you're asking your body to go like on these sprinting exc- excursions, um, you're probably not gonna wanna do that with cold muscles um because you're more prone to injury and because you don't you're you don't actually get the maximum use out of your body. It's kind of the same with singing. You wanna like you wanna wake up all the resonators so mm. you're like, hey. Need your work for me right now. And they could be like, oh, you.
0: Do your thing, bro. Okay. <laughs> all right, I guess. Yeah. God. Okay, yelling at us.
2: Wait, so you're <laughs> telling me warming up is good across all domains?
3: No. Across what? all domains, all worlds, all situations.
1: Wow.
2: It's good. weird. It's mind blowing. I say this with the most extreme level of sarcasm because <laughs> in the fitness world, n- nobody warms up. <laughs> no. It's so. So painful to make people do it. They hate it. I yeah, they hate it. And it's always one of those things where, like, after a good warm up, they're like, "Oh, my movement feels so much better."
0: <gasps> Duh.
2: <laughs> God, I can say I can say f- it's really funny that you bring that up because this is literally like a couple things that we just went over. Yeah, like in our last oh, well, really? well, both in our, both in our podcast, yeah. we, our our complaining series, yeah. the yeah. complaining boys. Uh, uh, no, it's <laughs> it's our venting series. venting series. Yeah. That's right. Um. No, but then also like in our uh, in my last session with Kyle, that's we d- actually did a bunch of these things, which is really funny that they just came up.
0: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> how the turns table turned. <laughs> um, I know if I how much free advice are you about to give out? No, we're, we're, start, we're, we're not about no, no, to no, no, we're not, we're not gonna this do this stuff. Work. I'm gonna I'm gonna find. I'm <laughs> no, gonna, I'm I mean, hey, those listen, out.
3: like the the other thing is like this <laughs> information, like I can give you all the information. <laughs>
1: that's
0: true.
3: The hardest thing is like people's bodies, like it seems like, Oh, okay. I'll just do that. And then, you know, everybody's body reacts differently and everybody has different. So I have no, and plus it's should be like, it should be common knowledge. I'd rather have people, you know, breathing correctly and singing more in the world (laughs) um, than not. That's
0: fair. (laughs) It's a fair point. That's fair. All right. right. (laughs) Here's a, here's one that may cost a little bit. Um, (laughs) Who do you Kyle think is the best contemporary vocalist out there right now?
3: Oh dude, that's such a hard question. To... Oh, that's so painfully hard. Um, you
0: heard it first, listener. This is a hard question. This is a hard
3: one. So technically there's this singer out there right now. Um, her name is F- uh, Fauzia. Um, She's incredible. Holy fuck. Um, <laughs> like technically, she's so good. She's just so good. I Cannot believe she isn't bigger than she actually is right now. I have a feeling she's gonna get there, but um, after this podcast,
2: after she this will. podcast, she's, after gonna this pod- <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna blow Shout out. up.
3: Um, she is uh truly technically uh, just absolutely incredible. It's just you got, it's the voice of an angel. That one, that's awesome. Um, she's great, uh, and Oh, all the, it's singing, voices are also very subjective. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole thing is like, you're going to get, I guarantee you'd get like so many different answers from every single voice teacher. Like, because at the end of the day, it's what does my mm-hmm. ear like as a tone? Yeah. And then blending that in with the technicalities. So that's, a that's a hard question. I have I, to yeah. say.
2: Here, I'll, I'll, I'll adjust. What would be. Who would be a uh, I guess was it contemporary? Singer? Yeah, it's because a, cont- a contemporary singer that you uh, that you think is maybe not the best, but is somebody that you look at as like while you are like incredibly technically proficient.
3: Oh, that's Falsia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, dude, that girl, oh my god, <laughs> lord, like she is so she oh my god that girl's been singing since it sounds like since she was born and she just never fucking stopped
0: she just came out singing it wasn't even a cry like
3: all of her breaks are so clean like her mix is up to like an f-sharp she's crazy and she got this really beautiful low like this low range and her agility oh (laughs) get excited
0: (laughs) all right all right Let's see. Okay, so this uh, without giving away advice and stuff you could get paid for. Here's one. Uh, <laughs> we need you to make one. that money, La- Last one. Yeah, I-, I would rather you get paid for these questions, some of these questions. <laughs> um What is your go-to warm-up?
3: Oh, good question. Um, so uh right now, I say right now because um uh i'm a big i'm just for for myself and i think it's good for singers to uh, change up your warm up because if you feel like you're just kind of checking out and just being like uh then you're not really warming up anything and you're getting lazy
1: mm-hmm.
3: so a good warm up is something that kind of keeps your mind on something that's not super challenging but like my favorite warm up right now um and like all of them are ridiculous so (laughs) like they're they're all really silly this one is especially silly um but this is uh this is a singing straw um it's just it's just a regular straw it's just thinner in diameter and what this if i need to like get warmed up really quick or i'm that lazy singer or i just i'm like i want to get to writing and i need something to open up my voice right away I use a straw. You can also use a cup. Any any glass will do, like half full. Um, and what this does is uh, it creates a funnel for the air. So our voices are usually used to pushing air out this way, and for um, and for our vocal cords to get pressure out this way. Well, what this does is because the funnel is really small in diameter, all that pressure comes down. It kind of hits the front uh, front of our face or the front of our instrument and then it sends that pressure back so it's opening up our throats uh and it's it's uh readjusting your vocal cords so that they're really nice and aligned because those guys can get a little flimsy if you're singing for a while or you haven't been singing so what my my favorite thing is to sit with a straw and go (laughs) and that shit is my candy like nice. i can i love that i love that exercises um another thing that people can do because it, this is also this will, if you if you are in a pinch let's say you're like you didn't know you were going to go on karaoke and you're in your car and you're like but wait i've i listened to this podcast and the singing teacher is like you always need to warm up and you want to like be really good on it so lip rolls can uh can you... Ryan, you know this. Can you go? <laughs> good. Now you do it. Nice, good, good. Now can you both go at the same time? Very good. Very good. Up here.
2: I see, I see what you're trying to do. Go for it, Eric. Good.
3: Now, Ryan, you got to go for it, too. Show off your... here.
2: Oh. Yeah, you do your tummy. Oh. Yeah, you see your chest moving, bro. I'm all, I'm all Haven't like... you been listening? Nice I have been.
1: Nice job, Ryan. Good catch. <laughs> Good.
2: Look, I know just enough that I can be a little bit cocky to somebody who knows nothing. Nice. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> I, I, I got you. Can
3: teach it. <laughs> Give me a...
0: Are you really going to make me do this? Yes.
3: Yeah, both of you guys. Yeah.
0: I want to hear Ryan go first. Did did you hear it? I didn't
2: hear it. (laughs) Sorry, I always mess up with this one. (laughs)
3: Nice. Good, 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 good. One more time. Give me actually up here.
2: You're going to go for it, Eric? You want me to do it? I'm scared. Dang. There
3: you go. Ryan, give me up here.
2: How am i getting roped into this I hate it i'm so mad right now <laughs> Love
3: it. this is great you're doing so good
2: <laughs> Ugh. Brr, brr, brr.
0: yes nailed yes. it yes you know, nice. I, got, I got that good perfect job. pitch you are <laughs> pitch perfect
3: mm-hmm. you guys both got some look at you in D-flats without warning. Nice. And all into your head. Nice. So the, the we call those lip trills or lip rolls. Um, and what those are doing is, uh, you know how hums are good for just to feel your head voice? Um, hmm. With... <laughs> We're, uh, we're doing a hum and then we're letting air go very, very quickly. So it's getting kind of this body awareness of air going through your nose. It's loosening up your lips. It's not, we're not having to think too much about singing a vowel. So your tongue's really not in consideration. And if you find yourself losing, um, losing the ability to continue the lip roll, that just means that your air supply, that your abs, are going too quickly and that those abs aren't going in nice and slowly to continue that airflow. So it's a really nice airflow check and it calms all of these muscles in your chest. That's definitely what I so, noticed on that
0: second round. Cause I was like, I was not finishing. I was barely even starting. And then Ryan was like, yeah, you're not, you're, you're not using your abs. And I was like, Oh, and then just, <laughs> I sat up straight and I was like, oh, Ah, ah, awesome.
3: alignment, man. Alignment <laughs> is so much of it. Everything everything is just a little easier with a nice alignment.
2: So, I'm
0: I'm a lip roll efficient, I don't know. Yeah. You're the best.
2: <laughs> yeah. So with uh so with warmups, I guess kind of piggybacking on that con that question a little bit, the do you think that there are like stages of warmups? So like as people like progress like progress um, through their, you know, their practice, would would or does kind of the warmups become more technical or do they become more like advanced necessarily?
3: really good question so i'm sure i'm sure uh i'm sure it depends on each singer's preference um uh but kind of the usual kind of breakdown is the first thing that uh we any singer does is you get you get in tune with your breath so you make sure that your breath is um is is lower lungs you stretch out your chest you're stretching out all these muscles and you're engaging your abs so for the first uh um for the first part, either whether that be the first exercise, the first series of exercises, it's designed to get you kind of centered and uh, and kind of, sim- uh, I think most singers would, would say they do simpler exercises first. And then as your body gets going and you're starting to work on um, more technical things, and, and that's going to be different for each singer, um, some agility starts to come in, some... Uh, some ear training starts to come in so when you're really and as you advance you start getting into harder and harder exercises which is um which is jumping between intervals changing vowels slides bends um skipping octaves singing scales in different modes um and something to kind of build build up to it um and then we're always trying to warm up all of our resonators, especially for singers, if we're going to use, if we're going to belt, we need to warm up our hard palate resonators. And if you're going to mix, like we need to warm up the head voice and, um, hard palate resonators. So does that answer your question?
2: Yeah, hundred percent. So, it. so it kind of like, again, trying to piggyback onto the fitness concept. Uh, there's, there is uh value in the basics before moving into
3: the, the more the create the crazy yeah. advanced stuff mm-hmm. absolutely it does all come back to basics wow. doesn't it you, you always gotta reset That's yourself
0: crazy, at the bar. crazy amazing Weird. who would have thought <laughs> um <laughs> to play off that some more um talking about you know going over the basics and going into before going into technicals um speaking on practice how often should you practice like let's say for ryan how often should ryan practice <laughs> what you give him and then on the opposite how often should ryan rest as far as vocals. Go.
3: <laughs> I like how they're directed right at Ryan. That's
0: fine. That's <laughs> yeah, fine.
3: Um I so, opened myself up to this. Uh so Ryan's built himself up actually. Um and and singers do this too. It kind of depends where you're starting. Um, but what we're kind of aiming for is at least four days of four days of practice. Um and, but of course, if you're, it also depends what your goals are. So mm. if your goals are, I'm a professional singer and like, I need to keep my instrument sharp and I song right and X, Y, and Z, then like maybe five or six days of practice is more appropriate. Um, uh, what was the other part of that question?
0: then uh, the opposite of rest, how much rest should you get too?
3: Oh, um, so, uh, all considering say you have a really healthy voice and you know, your um, you're practicing it like five or six days it's imperative to take one day off mm. at least at the very least and that's that's an athlete who's like really working themselves um uh because everything needs a break so for uh, for singers who are um who are kind of hobbyists we the voice really when you're in vocalist, you really are kind of, you are an athlete um, we train very similarly and, uh, in terms of like stamina, um, agility, um, flexibility. Uh, so in, in that route, like it really depends on the singer, how much they need a rest. And and for, for a lot of us who come as athletes from a different sport we're used to kind of pushing through stuff and we're used to like nope just give me one more I can I have one more may have one more in me but the voice isn't like that it's not like if you're gonna push past like these walls that are telling you you probably need to stop now mm. you're not going to get stronger you're actually going to get weaker and that may require more rest the day after so what's a hard part of this process is kind of getting to know your body um fr- of, from the inside from how it feels uh, just in terms of your entire instrument because the for for anybody for anybody that wishes to sing Um, the goal is always freedom. It's, I want to be able to do anything with my voice. I want to express myself. I want to be able to do anything with, with freedom and ease. Well, a huge part of that is learning your body and learning about how your body responds to things and learning when you're actually getting those impulses, like I'm tired. And it's, some of those can be fairly delicate. So it takes a lot of self-awareness and body knowledge to kind of, to kind of go for that, to really see the program that's kind of, that works best for each individual singer. It's wild because every human body reacts very, very differently. And some students that i say, you know, practice four days a week are like totally fine with that. And they're like, yeah, I feel good. And some students that are coming with more, um, with more tension or more bad habits, like even like two or three days is like where we start at. Just to get into the habit, and just to get those initial, um, m- like, just to build up that muscle memory, so that there isn't injuries.
0: That sounds just like fitness. Wild! This is it's cr- crazy. So
2: crazy! <laughs> oh my God! So you're saying that practice helps you get better. Remember the basics. Warming um, up is warm, efficient warm, and warming effective. Warming up is super important. And uh, you should rest every so often. God,
3: that's Yeah, crazy. I would also add a cool down is also very important. Oh, whoa. No what?
0: <laughs> what? No <laughs> way. This is insane. <laughs> would you say cooling down helps prevent strain and injury? does. Oh. oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's Wild. insane. Weird, huh? It's crazy. That's unheard of, yeah. I believe. I don't yeah. think anybody else yeah. ever talks about that. Groundbreaking yeah. information yeah. is being espoused <laughs> <aspires laughs> on this. Science.
2: That's science right there. Can you, can you sense the sarcasm? <laughs>
3: No, oh, is that what you guys are doing?
0: Oh, sorry. I don't even know the word. I've <laughs> Never heard <laughs> it in my life. Speak it fluently. Uh, Kyle, we have, I, I, I've written down, I've got one more question for you, I guess. Yeah. Um, going on with, you know, uh, practice, uh, warming up practice and then rest, what would you do or what are good examples of general maintenance for your voice? Ooh, okay. Mm.
3: So um, I would I encourage any singer, even even a hobbyist, I would encourage any hobbyist to um to be a little diva. And what I mean by that is like you got to really take care of that voice. So good gen- like and it, they're really boring. Like they're really like it's like it's going to be really boring answers. Eat well um cuz you don't want a lot of acid reflux cuz that what? makes everything harder. Well, you got to drink a fuck ton of water. Um <gasps> what?
0: wow a lot of water
3: and not guzzling it down one time in the day you've got to drink water consistently so that you're keeps you hydrated because it keeps you hydrated and keeps those vocal cords lubricated so that they can hit up against one another Mm. and not get swollen so you've got to drink a lot of water um uh everything in moderation so you don't have to live like a monk to be a singer but like you gotta pay attention to your body and just know that if you are you know six shots in and you're belting your face mm-hmm. off to queen, you're probably gonna be tired the next day.
1: That's definitely um, right. <laughs> So,
3: and the other, the other general things is uh, don't believe witchcraft. I would throw that out there. And by oh. witchcraft, I mean whatever, the only thing that can get onto your vocal cords themselves are steam. So let's say that you're having just a day that you're a little tired. I would fully, fully suggest to um, steam now. Whether that be like if you have a facial steamer, whether that be a hot shower, um, or you could do it the old school way—have a boiling pot and then put a towel over. I've never done that because it just sounds like
2: <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds a little like terrifying.
3: Get injured. <laughs> uh, so, um, but steam's very, very, very good for you. Um, and uh, at, but that's pretty much it. if your voice is tired, rest rest your voice. Don't whisper. Whispering mm. is terrible. It's really hard on your voice for, for most people, there are exceptions, but yeah, just take care of that instrument and warm it up. <laughs> cool it down.
1: Th- these it are tight. knowledge
0: bombs. I don't think anyone has been sure. No one has ever heard this before. Yeah. <laughs> <Really>? It's amazing. <laughs> <People are dumb. laughs>
2: uh, no, there's just, there's just way too many, uh, coincidental parallels
0: to uh you know what we do what you as a coach has just told us that we as coaches tell others Mm -hmm. in Uh, the fitness aspect versus the vocal aspect
2: uh it's crazy the body is a the body is an instrument and it needs to be uh needs to be
0: worked smartly yeah because even ryan can learn to sing because even i can learn to sing
3: ryan does have a good voice
2: thank you i appreciate that the next panic at the disco I don't, I don't know about that. Uh, as we learned, there is no carbon copy. We want our own voice. Okay, you
0: could be panic at the jamboree.
2: I'll be, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be calm at the rave.
0: What? <laughs> actually, actually, yeah, that that kind of fits your character. Does it? Yeah, I don't know if
2: that's a good thing or a bad thing.
0: It but. is because you're very calm, and, but like you can party a party yeah dude you need to start <laughs> an
3: instagram account now and take that band name yeah just put out anything calm a, anything
2: calm at the rave calm with the rave yeah
3: calm with the rave
0: copyright it right now copyright <laughs> <laughs> uh patent pending yeah do you <laughs> patent, do you patent <laughs> band names um i think you can all right oh um oh
2: so this is kind of uh, damn it i totally just lost my train of thought
1: uh,
2: uh, yeah i don't know
0: what did, what did I say? What was the thing? Current state of music? Current landscape of music.
2: I have no idea Thoughts. what I. I have no idea Question what, I, mark. what I was thinking about when I wrote that. I think I think <laughs> the landscape it of it is. Maybe was what we talked
3: like, about at the beginning. Maybe, maybe. Spotify.
0: That might have. That might have.
3: That yeah, that,
2: that, no? that's maybe? that's
0: pretty on par with landscape of music <laughs> and how music is pushed to us and how we find music. Oh. Um
2: actually this is, this is something that popped up in uh, uh, one of the, one of the, so this will kind of parallel. One of the girls that I work with, um, she is very into uh, K-pop and like J-pop and all those kind of things. Um, Do, do you have any like thoughts as to, well, do you have any thoughts as to maybe like why, do you think it's just like time timing? Like it's just the right time right now for like international music to kind of make their way, like, make their way over?
3: Yes, I, I do. Um, Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's about time anyways. I mean, we've had this kind of, you know, the music, we have kind of had, there's been a lot of money, I should say. And now there's a lot of cash flow in other places who can make things for, like, the, their, that business side is a little bit, it seems to be more set up, and they just seem to have a better cash flow. And the kind of when we had our it seems like a machine like our boy band machine or our girl group machine you know we've had them since you know the 50s even before that really I mean if we want to get news history but um but you know we kind of shell out these cookie cutter kind of kind of things and um k-pop kind of like I like K-pop because they're so some of those things are so audacious and in your face and so creative. Oh hell yeah! That like it's really cool. It's just really cool. Like and some of the, and a lot of the musical choices are like that's fucking smart. <laughs> really really good. It's fucking smart, and it's easy to see why they're popular because it's a group of like good looking people. With, you know, these tasty treats of songs with really nice colors and really good marketing. (laughs) So, um, so it makes a lot of sense, makes a ton of sense. And I'm not sure if, I don't know, maybe like the record companies now just don't have the capital to do that. To have that machine working, I'm not sure. Ever since Napster, honestly, like the it's changed. Uh, That was like the start of the change for the music industry because people got shit for free. Yeah. Um, which opened up our little worlds. I mean, like seriously, is like if anybody told you, hey, you're gonna live in a time where you can have any song you want at the tip of like, and you just have to click on it, and guess what? You only have to pay $13 a month to do it. Like, cool time to live in, right? Yeah. but the sad thing is uh, that the the way they the music business makes money has really changed. It used to be like live. it was like you make money during live, you make money during tours and yeah, you made you know, you make money, but now it's like <laughs> there are no tours. there is no live. <laughs> uh, and so I think and so many artists are just kind of doing it themselves so um i'm fuck fuck if i know where the music business is gonna go um or or because they've they've really it seems like they really have to adapt yeah and what they're doing now is they're taking people who already have a formula that works and saying okay we're gonna take you to the next level we'll do national campaigns or you know whatever so i have no doubt like um that and it makes sense from a business perspective it's like yeah sure the products already done you have to do very little with it now you <laughs> just have to take it and rake it over the coals yeah. <laughs> <Get> <laughs> it all the for all it's worth it. do you- um but it like the there's so internationally there's so much music that we don't hear as americans that is truly like um so stunning i mean i don't think this is a mystery to anybody but we have you know our consumption of music is so we uh, so kind of steered for us. I mean, yeah. you talk about listening to like YouTubes and that alg- algorithm kind of learning what you like and learning what things to like put to you. And so like, and our consumption of music has, you know, our consumption of material is changing rapidly just based on algorithms.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yeah, try and automate automate the process. Um do you for, do you foresee more like so it, it is interesting right like we so i kind of uh, we kind of referenced this beforehand um i think this was right before we were recording we were talking about like italy um and like when i was taking some classes and one of my one of my professors um introduced me to some it- italian rap essentially and and sorry italian rap and i was like it kind of almost blew my mind where i was like how have i never heard of any of this before like it was kind of weird um, and then like, I've, you know, being a, 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 essentially a YouTube addict, um, falling down this hole of being like, damn, there is like so much cool ass music out here. And whether or not I even understood it, like it had cool videos, it had cool, like, you know, I would do some translating and be like, oh, these are really interesting, like messages. Um, essentially the, so the, the artist that I really, really enjoy, his name's Kepareza, um, which is essentially big hair kind of, he has this <laughs> giant Afro. Uh, but he's kind of like a he's kind of like a rage rage of rage against the machine esque type of artist in the sense that he tends to speak very like uh, topically about what's going on and specifically in Europe in Italy and then, you know, Europe and then kind of broader spectrum from there. Um, and so I was like, man, this is like wild. Uh, like and so this bubble that we were living that we live in with like with music in kind of what you were just saying, Kyle, is like so given to us rather than almost us finding it or searching it out for ourselves just because you don't know what you don't know. And I I wonder like with this kind of advent of, you know, the, the insert letter pop coming up, like I wonder, or or even actually I would even say earlier, like I remember when I was in high school, like reggaeton kind of making a little bit of appearance and I'm sure it, it, I know it existed beforehand, but to white dude ears, non-Spanish speaking ears, like this was new music to me where I was like, this is wild. Like what is this? Um what Was that like Gasolina song? Was like oh, the yeah. first one that I heard. <laughs> um And so like, and then that like you know the you know the Daddy Yankee was kind of like where I first heard it. Yeah, I, I remember talking to a friend of mine and, um, when I first moved out here, made a comment. And he was like, he's like, no man, he's like super big in Mexico. Yeah, he was like, it's not just an American thing. I was like, really? I'm like, damn. Like I had no idea. So I wonder, like, do you do you envision kind of do you envision more I guess non-American or non-western music making its making a deeper impact into kind of the the American listener or the western listener?
3: You know, I really I, I my my true answer is I really hope so. I think it's like uh the the influence that we've had internationally that's in American music now is I mean it it it's everywhere. We really didn't I mean historically music we've we've ripped a lot from from artists from other countries like
2: american way baby
3: (laughs) that's what we've done so uh um would i think it would be very coming from like you know i'm a hippie girl so uh Music that here that we are exposed to from other other cultures, other um, other languages, other styles of music that has been uh, just been nurtured for you know for generations, is probably better for us as just human beings and human souls to kind of have that creativity and you know because everything that music is. Is for for every artist is kind of um, it comes from somewhere. So it's 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 based on what you heard as a child. It's based on you know what you see. Everything is inspiration. So it would really you know we listen. We have so much music out there now that sounds very similar. And I'm sure I'm just one of those old ladies being like every <laughs> all the kids' music sounds uh, like the same. Well. Um, Wait, were you going to say something? Oh, Well,
2: I was gonna, sorry, I didn't mean to go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, you're fine. Oh, um, uh,
3: but there are also, you know, internationally, there are so many artists that are just doing these incredible things. And what's nice now is we do have the internet, and we have, um, we have a little bit more communication. Um, that we can, that other artists are being uh, allowed to be discovered, and to break through the noise. And with this kind of deterioration of our, um of the music industry here right now I would like to hope that more music from like around the world just gets that that we're exposed to it just as people.
2: Yeah. That's I agree. I think that's I think that would that is an interesting thing and especially if you are you know we talked about music listening um earlier or like way earlier but I think again even before we were recording but there, there is something to like open the opening the horizon or what's the fuck, what's the word I want? I was trying to be poetic and I fucked it up. <laughs> um, but like op- opening your eyes a little bit to uh, like what is out there, um, which, cause you know, I, I do a little bit of my own like exploration and I, I do it through again, YouTube <laughs> shout out, I guess, um, <laughs> or, or future Lord and savior, Google, um, <laughs> But we like, but it, it has been really interesting as I've like kind of dive down the, the dive down that rabbit hole of like the, the variations that exist. Um, you know, one thing that I've been trying to do is I've been, as I've picked up guitar again, is trying to learn a little bit more about music theory and mm-hmm. just how music is created. And it was really interesting with one of the videos that I was watching, cause they were talking about kind of like, you know, in, in the United States or in Western music, we have like the, the, was it the 12, 12 step or 12 tone? Is that right? I forget what the phrase 12,
3: is. Twelve semitone octave.
2: Yes, that's it. The yeah, twelve semitone octaves. And so, if I'm correct, then that's that's kind of like the the Western standard of how we create and produce music for the most part. And I and so I was like, okay. As I started to learn more about that, I was like, yeah, this makes sense. This is kind of a, adjacent to everything I learned. And then, like, as I was starting to learn a little bit more, that there are like that that is not the global standard. That there is, like, these wild-ass, like, it's it's called, like, microtonal music from, yes. like, from out east and in, like, um, India, like, the the Middle East, like, Pakistan has, like, these wild, very, very crazy-looking, like, guitars <laughs> that are not following our standard thing. And, like, the music that you can make with it is insane-sounding in a good way. Like, it's so different and so, like... It's like a culture shock to your ears where you're like what is happening right now and I yeah fucking like love all it. those
3: different michael microtonal things that our ear isn't like in our west our western ear use isn't used to hearing when you when you blend those because we only have yeah that 12 12 semitones and then you know we've got more notes going up the octaves but uh when we start to add more variation into into those little pockets there the melodies that come that come out of um, especially those instruments and those um, on those tonal scales are just absolutely incredible very transcending like very you know it's the creativity that it takes to then have all of those colors you know if we think about like music like okay I've got like the primary colors to paint with well now if we think about like okay you have the primary colors plus like all the blended colors yeah. and then you have you know then and then it's like what do you do with all of those choices like fuck yeah, oh,
2: yeah it's it's like it's like the united states is like the standard 24 box of crayons but then you go into <laughs> then you go then you're yes. like you go and are, see are that even that large and then you go and see that <laughs> <Yeah>. that, that <laughs> no. you go and see those 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 ritzy kids who yeah. have that 64 box with a sharpener in the
0: back i would be like what is going on you're like what, oh, yeah, that. You're like, what are these yes. colors i've never never heard of all of there's like, like eight greens in a row. Yeah, and you're like all wha- different. What? Yeah. Uh, Auburn brown. I think yeah. there's even a dragon green, dragon scale green. I don't know,
2: probably. But yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crazy, like, like how how open my eyes have been to like the variations in music that exists outside of uh, outside of kind of the the standard the standard fare of like of American music. Um, I mean, I know I kind of sit, at least for me, I kind of sit on the outside of. I don't generally listen to what would be like the top, like charting music, because um, I feel like rock is kind of a a little bit of a, a dying breed to a certain degree. At least don't in popular- say that.
3: Don't say rock is dead. <laughs> no,
2: rock is not oh. dead. Punk rock's dead. As much as I hate to admit that, but um, yeah. it, whenever I see some dude rocking a studded leather jacket and mohawk, I'm, I'm always thinking in my head, I was like, I'm sorry, dude, punk rock's dead. <laughs> um, but then again, it's Hollywood, so what do you expect? Emo will live on. <laughs> Emo will forever live on. But in the, but what I mean, by, like rock is not dead, but in the sense that it's it's kind of fallen away from like the mainstream and it's like, it's pop music. Like if you turn on the radio, yeah. you're most likely hearing pop music or you're going to be hearing like what's considered alternative rock, which would be like the grunge of the 90s, right? We, we get like Bush and Nirvana and yeah. like Blink-182. They're um, pop punk, I guess. Yeah. And so there is, there is this kind of like... Uh, like palate fatigue that i get whenever I'm trying to like listen to music because it's it sounds like it is it you know you said old lady but it does kind of sound a little bit like old man old i'll say old man in this instance of like all these songs sound so similar there is like i <sighs> you know they talk, they talk about this like i mean i and I've or not they <laughs> this ethereal they um but people do talk about the idea that there is this like there's there's a formula to it like We've at this point, we've understand we can understand what makes popular music, what is going to be a hit. And you can almost you could almost engineer it to happen that way, Mm. Um, especially with I feel like especially with pop music these days. um, You know, you what was I, I was I was reading something earlier where they were talking about like why why there are so some of the like the popular female pop artists tend to have a kind of like a steep rise to fame or popularity is because part of it is the the music and the way that it's produced one, because it's made by sometimes written by a lot of the same people. I'm Max Martin. Um, <laughs> those wonderful Swedes. Um, but one, we have a similar, similar writers writing music. Um, not saying that they're pigeonholed into one genre, but also that, you know, the, the tones sound the same and they, they sound similar in essence. And so you can hear like this one song and be like, this sounds like something else. That's mm-hmm. why I like it. Um, and it's kind of this like self self-fulfilling prophecy, like, you know, snake eating its own tail, just like loop of, of just music being churned out. Not at, I feel like not at the moment, but similar in nature. Yeah.
3: What, well, the, the interesting thing about pop is it's very hard. It's very hard to write good pop. That sounds different. It's very hard because pop is just like you said, it's a little bit of a, it's a formula. We've got, and we all kind of know the formula, whether we are like very conscious of it or not, but we always expect to hear like, some form of an intro or whatever, then we're going to hear a verse and then we're going to hear a pre-chorus. Then we're going to hear a chorus. Then we're going to hear a re-intro. Then we're going to hear this. Like, and that's, and that shifts around, but like in essence, if you boil it all down, it's like verse, chorus, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's different, there's different things. The bridge,
2: the bridge is dead, by the way.
3: <laughs> Brid, bridges are making a comeback. Is it maybe.
2: making a comeback? No. Oh, I miss fingers crossed. All bridges. Bridges, <laughs> bridges is
3: the best part. Um, Uh, But also like pop very much deals in the pentatonic scale, which is a five note scale um, Our our ear our human ear is very much. We love pentatonics We just like we were like one some of the first instruments human instruments They found were tuned to the pentatonic scale. We have always for some weird reason love these five notes out of every scale Um, and there and if you use those, it's kind of guaranteed to be catchy. It's kind of guaranteed to be a little bit sing-songy, a little bit. So, so really in pop, it's about using those pentatonics, and so that's why. And there's but there's only so many, so much you could do with those guys. Yeah. Um. Especially if you're like if you're in four four, and you know there's certain chords that are like against certain harmonies are gonna sound really powerful or really whatever. So yeah, when you get down to that, it can start sounding like this is the same song as this <laughs> other one was,
2: um,
0: i.e. the '90s. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, Dude, th- wh- what
2: an era! What? Um, uh, what? Um, uh, have you ever heard of ac- the? It's a it's a kind of a comedy comedy group called the Axis Fossum. Awesome. No. Nah. So they're they're a British like comedy band, kind of like a I don't know if you ever heard of Flight of the Concords. Yes. Um, so similar in essence. So they actually, they do a song called uh four chords and it's probably one of their most popular things, but they sing, I think like 40 something different songs using the same four chords. Oh, what?
1: Yes, sir. And so, yeah, yeah. And so it's kind of yeah. like
2: to just relay the point of what Kyle is talking about is that, you know, there's this, there are these things that we just really, really enjoy, yeah. um, that just sound great to the ear and that's a lot of what is kind of written off of because we know it's going to be good. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's why you don't have casual, casual, you don't have casual listeners listening to, uh, you know, like the freelance jazz or, you know, rocking out to cold because They're like, I don't understand what's happening right now.
3: (laughs) Well, the other thing is with younger, with the younger generations that's come before us, like they, they still need to, they still get to be exposed to the, these like pentatonics and these new melodies so stuff that we've been listening to where we go back to lit, we, and we're like i've heard this before um the like younger generations this is their like this is their kind of pentatonic so they're probably taking advantage of like oh like you've got some fresh ears
2: here that's a kid that's a very that's a very good point that i definitely did not think about no i think that's that's actually a really good point um you know, the, the old, the old person fatigue of like, Oh, this music sounds the same. It's like, well, yeah, because you know, we've been listening to it for 30 years versus the (laughs) 18 year old. Who's just like, this is new to, this is like, this is newer to me. They haven't, they haven't had a chance to be fatigued by it. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. And if we all, if any of us remember what we were like as like five-year-olds, like, and the kind of like cartoons or like melodies that we used to listen to. I mean, I mean, I think I was, I listened to Sesame street. So I was like, I was right. Sesame,
0: Disney, uh, Magic School Bus, Mm Mister Rogers, Mister Rogers.
2: Side Mm -hmm. note, side note with Mister Rogers. Uh um, One, Mister Rogers is a alien. Very well, he was a very accomplished, uh, like jazz jazz pianist. Oh, so right. Know that? So I, uh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. So well, maybe not not accomplished in the sense of like he was a like a, a big like I had record deals and uh-huh. that kind of stuff, but he was a, he was a very good, like jazz pianist. And one of the things that I found really interesting, I forget the name of the artist who wrote, but who wrote, who did the music for his show. Um, But he was like considered of the likes of some of the, of the like really great jazz pianists of his time. Um And part of the thing with, you know, we, we have intro music to all of our shows. Now that is the same. we, we know what it is. We can hear it. We can hum it, like, to all of our favorite songs. Um, the Mr. Rogers intro, though the lyrics were the same, the music was always different because it was always essentially freestyled every single time.
0: What? The, you know, you're yeah. funny that you're saying that. Like, I vividly remember him sitting down and playing the piano either on intro, outro, but he would sit down and, and hit the scales or he would, like, he'd play it. And, I, like, I never put two and two together because I was younger. And it was like, oh, this guy can play the piano.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, or er, yeah, like jazz. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the guy who wrote, who did the music and I, I feel so bad that I don't know his name or I can't remember his name. Max. It's not max. Oh. Um, but no, he, that the music was always different. So he would always play a lot of these, like these different jazz scales and like would kind of play off of the jazz standard. Um, and it would always have something different playing. So for every episode there's new music. I got to go back and watch at least six episodes. Seriously. Man. That's kind of wild, isn't it? Like it's, it's yeah. kind of wild to think yeah. about. I could, if uh, I'll, I have a video that I watched that explained this to me. So this is, I didn't stumble upon this by myself. Like I've watched it somewhere else um, from another, another jazz pianist. Um, but yeah, if I find it, I'll send it over to you guys to watch. Cause like it's, it's yeah. actually, it's actually really, really interesting. It's really interesting.
0: You know, what I was just thinking about now too, is that we were talking about formulas and like what people like to hear um i i would say maybe seven years ago i got into country like really got into country um that somebody posted a video where it's like six to eight different songs that have the same i know exactly oh what you know I mean. which one i'm talking about yep yeah i i'm like I, I now now that we're talking about this i'm like holy shit yeah it does it's very similar it's all the same
3: yeah it's a. But at the, like at the same so i get a I get a soft spot for those like, but all of those different songs work. And some of those songs are like arguably some some of those that's the weird thing, is like some of it really works. Some of those four chord songs, that's like, yep, heard these four chords before. It's some of it works. Yeah. And so I think it also gets to the point of in creativity, if we've only got this many notes. And We've only got you know, and we've got these amount of chords, and we know that the movement of these chords creates different emotion. Um, uh, if you like, if you get really into jazz, what's really amazing about jazz is um, there are no rules. Like you, and there's a lot of different modal changes, and so that the the emotion and the landscape of where you can go in a song is is pretty endless. It's and and so like if. If nobody's ever, like, really sat and intently listened to jazz, please, 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 in fact, the best thing you could could do is go support a jazz show. Like, a little, little bar, a little jazz club, because those guys are some of the best musicians you'll ever see in your life. Yes, Um, I love when they solo. It's like, please go support, go support, like, local musicians, man.
0: 100%.
3: Uh, But, like, that's... Music is at the end of the day, when we're a list. The, the greatest gift of music is really the fruit that it delivers. It's being able to like. If I ask you guys, why why do you love music? What does music do for you?
0: It makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> music makes me e- happy.
3: Even raging like Rage Against the Machine and Linkin Park. Oh yeah. Like, he, like if I'm when-
0: if I'm down, I think because it brings back memories of when I was younger Um, it it brings back that emotion of like man like I used to listen to this back in the day and I felt good like back in the day even like even you know the emo scene like it just brings you back like oh yeah these were good songs back then (laughs) Yeah, I mean even the 90s I I mean I could go all the way back to like the roaring 20s because I I love listening to jazz too big jazz bands like big band yeah big bands like I can go all the way back to the 20s like there's songs from each era of music where I'm just like yeah this makes me happy yeah, this makes me happy. Like it all just ties back to a memory or a feeling or an emotion that, that I was just like, yeah, this made me feel good. I'm going to listen to this song. I that, that's, that's what music does for me. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. I find that I always wondered like, what is the physiological effect
2: that makes that happen? Because like we can, we can hear a song, right. And you could be like, it will immediately transport you to some instance of your life that you're listening to a song. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of crazy. Like, mm-hmm. And it's almost, so the, like the, the, I grew up kind of listening to my brother's music and my parents' music, which I think tends to be the case for most everybody. Um, so like I grew up with like, you know, eighties rock. And then like my brother would like got me into like red hot chili peppers and stuff like that. Um, and then as I kind of found my own, my own taste when I was older, but still younger than I am now was like, was this punk? Like I loved like just fucking hardcore punk. Um, and it's always really interesting because I don't listen to that super often anymore because for most people to listen to it like unwillingly is like a jarring experience. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's fast, it's aggressive. Like they're just screaming into a microphone. It's essentially inaudible most of the time. Um, and, and so like to be a a unwilling participant, you're like, what is happening right now? Get me out of this place. I'm, I'm scared. I don't want to be here. Um, but it's, it's super interesting because like Marissa will ask about it sometimes and she'll be like, Oh, like play me a song. And I'm like, all right. And, but it'll like, I'll pick a song and it will remind me of another song that I'll play. And then I was like, Oh man, this reminds me, reminded me of this thing that we were doing when I was listening to this. And it could like, it brings back these memories that I forgot until I heard it. And it like, like, just, like I said, transported me straight back. I always wondered what the, like, If there's anything about that, like, why is that the case? Like, how is that a thing? Like, why do we remember jingles so well? (laughs) You know, like it's, it's so interesting. Like when it's tied to music, like you, it, it, you get it. It just happens. Yeah.
3: There's parts of our brains. I mean, there's like, I'm no expert in this neurological field, uh, and, and of sound, but there. (laughs) Um, they've done some studies on certain notes and certain intervals and how it responds to like like a bunch of different participants' um, brain waves, and um, it kind of goes back to pentatonic. Certain things sound like really good, but the other thing is that certain uh, certain things get fired off in our brains when we hear music. It's just like when we smell something from our past and it brings us back to that. Um, like sound uh sound does that uh it's it's one of those things that does have the power to um to remind us or to open up a moment or to open up just a feeling um even if we can't really understand it or like really describe it it's just that feeling that you had when you were in your car and you're talking on your cell phone driving a stick smoking a (laughs) cigarette and listening to to system of a down thinking you were hot oh hell yeah because uh, you were, you were uh, absolutely, you were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, but, yeah. Oh, um, it's
2: just it's it's such an interesting concept. Um, like it's such an interesting thing with music. Um, you know, like I, when you were talking about this, it made me. I was thinking about it. Like, like why do I remember the Dare song? Does anybody
0: else remember that? I think we. I'm had, sorry, about Dare this last had a time? song. So, yeah. Okay, so I didn't know that either. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. We talked about this last time. I was like, I didn't, I didn't know what how to think. So, like,
3: what is the dare song, Ryan?
2: I don't know. You'll have to look it up because I'm not singing it. Good <laughs> try. It.
3: No, seriously. What does the dare song sound like? I don't even know what it sounds like. Uh, it's like don't do drugs. It's it's essentially just don't younger. do drugs.
2: How does it go, Ryan? Uh, D. I won't do drugs. A. Won't have an attitude. R. I will respect myself. E. I will educate me. This is exactly no.
0: how he did it for me last
2: time. He wouldn't Stop sing it. it. Oh yeah. Eat, oh. Eat me. Oh, what'd you say?
3: E was educate me.
2: Yeah. He was educate me. Um, and then there's more to it. Check your attitude at the door. Yeah. It's yes! great. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Um, <laughs> that was that taste. We got that. Yeah. A little yeah. taste of my, my whisper. My, my, that's my Billy Eilish happening.
3: Nice. Um,
2: no, but it, like, like there's no reason for me to remember that song. Right. like, Absolutely zero. No reason for me to know it oh, but, but the the
3: government paid a of of money for you to remember that song. why oh,
2: maybe that's why your so. implanted yeah your brain. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's, uh, propaganda. <laughs> it's microchipped um no microchipped. Like, but no, like, like think, about, think about random, like, think think random think just random shit like random songs something random that is Something like, maybe that is maybe not not, maybe not or like an artist or like a music, but, uh music, do uh, know if not know out it exists out here. Empire, of sort of sort of sort of sort of yeah, I remember I that. I remember that song. For One no like,
0: 2600 Empire.
2: Empire. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do I know the phone number to Empire? Rugs? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I think
0: it, it's still the Empire. I think they still exist. Still but they changed that their goddamn, number. I see that commercial. Yeah,
2: with dude yep. rolling out the rug and he jumps over yep. it and all the furniture pops down. Yep. Like yeah. What?
0: What an unnecessary
2: thing to know. Uh, but that jingle's I stuck know, in my man, head now.
3: But if you ever like. If you ever need a rug
0: you know who yeah, i call. know i know who to call yeah. 15 years ago and you'll know that the rug <laughs> will go over the furniture the furniture will hop over Just the rug. yeah it's
3: that easy they make it that easy ryan yeah, right. so well, look, i think it's set I'm, a generation I'm, up to think that recarpeting an entire it's <laughs> <place. laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> look you know I'm not shitting on it I'm just saying like it's so weird that I remember that now I'm gonna go back and try and remember all those commercials thanks oh there's gonna be a, a bunch of weird ones I don't know what uh, I'm sure there's
2: a bunch of funny ones over here from out like out in California I, sh- regionally I don't I don't uh. know that I can name any of them out here
3: where'd you grow up Brian? Chicago Chicago Chicago.
0: Chicago. where, where are you from Kyle?
3: I'm from Southern California
2: yeah
0: right. born and raised
3: yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> What? Why <laughs> leave? The weather's great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like we don't care snap. about paying nope. too much in taxes mm-hmm. all or, in earthquakes. Yeah, or earthquakes. Yeah, earthquakes. <laughs>
2: We're chipping off the U.S. and yeah. going to hang out with Hawaii hey, if later. If we did on. that,
0: I'd be. If flights would be so much cheaper. It'd be way easier.
3: Yeah. yeah. There'd be but, there'd be beach on e- either mm-hmm. side. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <Desert, laughs> yeah. We'd be
3: that beach front property.
1: Yeah. All all,
2: the, all
0: those people out in Rancho Cucamonga. Their uh, their real estate just skyrocketed. They're, they're like, we have a beachfront now. <laughs> oh my God, thank God. It, it would go from dirty Dino to clean Dino or water Dino. Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. They used to call San Bernardino dirty Dino. Well, I mean, some people <laughs> still do. Some some people do. Not us though. Not me though. Specifically, <laughs> I don't still call it dirty Dino because of all the meth and crack and.
2: Yeah. Okay, I don't I don't know I don't know this state well enough, so I can't comment.
0: I'll take your word for it. You should. Don't ever go there. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Everything the light touches is our kingdom. <laughs> except for that. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: stupid. <laughs> Hell yeah.
2: Um, all right. Well, I feel like that's kind of a, a fun, natural ending point to this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel agree.
3: like that took us full, full circle. <laughs>
2: um, that's
3: literally the best. Like, I don't think it's going to get happier than that. <laughs>
2: Um, well, the one, the only other thing that I'll add on to this, um, would be so the like I, can we reference a little bit? Our last episode was our, uh, our venting series where we just kind of bitched about some things. So out of curiosity, and you don't have to do this. Is there anything okay. that you would like to get off of your chest about the, about like either singing or coaching or music or something that you just like, look, this is some bullshit. I just need to clear the air real quick
0: you are our first guest yeah you you have the honor of being the first one to vent yeah you don't have to Uh, yeah you don't have to out there but it's now or never honestly (laughs) this will never happen again (laughs) we won't ask you back in maybe a couple months here's the thing
3: here's the thing i will bitch about i'll I'll vent i will vent about something that i have no control over and i can't change Um, do it i hate how at this point like artists like we just want to make music right we got into this like and we put our we put our blood sweat and tears to making music but now like I've got to become a brand and I've got to brand myself and there's nothing more than I fucking hate that I do not <laughs> like that I've I, I have a plan to do with my own artistry that's going to make it that's going to help remove that a little bit but I just don't like this. I don't fucking like it, man. Like, being an artist and, like, having to be, like, here's all the things I did. And here's all, like, and here's a bunch of things that, like, nobody gives a shit about. Nobody.
1: Yeah.
3: And it's just so much eking time. And I fucking hate social media. <laughs> um, And I always get bitched about, like, you know, whenever I'm in, like, music. I'm. Whenever I'm in, like, music conferences, they're just, like, you have to be okay with it. It's like, no, I fucking don't. <laughs> I want to like music like does that mean i'm not gonna make a million dollars it's fine am i gonna write songs that i like dude that's perfect
0: even better even better
3: so yeah thank you for that that okay. actually released <laughs> that i think that re- seriously that released something good and nice. i also have a lot of fire in here so i might there you
0: have go. To- apparently you're gonna you're gonna write a song now might yeah. have to
3: breathe that out yeah.
0: <laughs> well i mean <laughs>
3: fine.
0: hey the like i said the
2: one that we did before it was like that before just the one that just came out was about mm-hmm. that um of us just bitching about the fitness, a little bit of some of the fitness bullshit within gyms. And funny enough, the following one is going to be just us shitting on the fitness industry as a whole in some of the, like just the ridiculousness that exists Uh, and the crazy ass predatory behavior that exists as well. Oh my God. Yeah. We forgot. I forgot about that. Dude, we got super fired up.
0: Yeah, we did.
3: I'm so excited for you guys for (laughs) that one. And it like, like, I think we all need to hear that Ugh, right that, now. that'll
2: be coming out. yeah, but yeah, it'll that was that was one of them. and I was like, I wonder, I'm like, like I could because because we have our gripes so I can only imagine like you have your own gripes within your own industry. We're like, God, this is just oh yeah, I mean I also need to do the this
3: predatory aspect of everything. I can't. um and they're starting to get sneaky Ooh. um because it's just so sad. It's just so just such a disservice to everything art stands for well, you got and the, it just kills me you
2: got these doughy eyed you know f- like uh shooting for the stars people who like will do anything will do to, anything anything yeah. to get their dreams yeah. right and uh you have somebody who's like i can see a lot of money coming out of you mm-hmm. sign this nonsense contract sign and, your soul away yeah and then you're fucked yeah
3: yeah and then artists do it's really sad at one point the statistic was like there were it was only you know rick Companies sign a lot of artists, but the sad thing is, you're not guaranteed to get your record made or even released. So, I think it was something,
0: and then they own your music. Right? misquoting,
3: but like five percent of artists they sign actually got stuff released. Jesus.
0: I believe that. I have a 100% believe ter- that. Like, That's insane. How
3: terrible to be signed and be like, Oh my gosh, my dream. And then to like do all this work and the, for them to be like, we actually hate this. So you can't release it. And you can't actually go with anybody else or write anything or perform anything for like three years. Cause you're into the contract and That's, we don't really want to make anything. Uh, so yeah,
2: we, there. uh, there was a band, um, I'm not going to, I don't, I'm not going to name it cause or name a band. Cause I'm not hundred percent sure, but I remember hearing about that. They, they like, they were, they got signed for, it was, uh, I sure it was a ska band. So ska is also dead RIP. Um.
3: <laughs> everything's cyclical ryan it'll come back it'll come back maybe uh,
2: but then it'll be that old guy at like a ska show skanking around being like why is this guy Dude, here they
0: still exist like i know i went to one i well i went go, to one last year I, I go to island reggae festivals and you just see old dudes just fucking skanking and oh, it's, I it's awesome i love seeing it i love seeing it, <laughs> yeah. love seeing it. <laughs> a child, like bucket
2: list band i got to see um last year and i was so so excited um like Scott band yes anyway um but yeah they, they signed for they like this band signed for like a record deal and they were it was like a five-year deal or something like it was a crazy long deal and they recorded and they were like they were pretty much part of the contract was they had to re- release a new album every year Oof. four or five years so they were they had essentially a five a five record contract um and it was like they were I forget what happened, but they, they managed to somehow get themselves out of it. And I think it was because they were just being annoying to the point where like the company was like, fine, fuck this. Like we're keeping all of (laughs) our, (laughs) we're keeping all of our, all of the money that you made, but like, fine, we'll be done with you. And they like started up their own like small record like uh, record production company to be able to like help out other like smaller artists as they were like trying to come up. But yeah, I remember like reading this story and be like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Um and that's like then that's I a love- that's a small band.
3: Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, you're fine. Go ahead. Uh, that's what I love about like that's what I love about musicians though. Like the cool thing about musicians is like they have a lot easier time to be like, fuck it, fine. We'll be, <laughs> like we'll be really annoying to you. And <laughs> <laughs> like we'll be juvenile if we have to, and fuck off.
2: <laughs> it's such a headache
0: that we just don't want to deal with it anymore. <laughs>
3: Genius eyes.
0: I love it. I'd be good in a band cuz I could just annoy the shit out of people if I didn't like it.
2: We uh <laughs> we had some issues with our when we were getting our uh like recording equipment and stuff. Oh. And and I, and I was like <sighs> I was like Eric he's like I can call and I was like will you I was like can you bitch too? cuz I'm like I'm not I'm not that person who will get like feisty. He's like I got this. And like Oh yeah. 30 minutes later he's like all right, so we got an upgrade and the stuff will be shipping out in like a week. <laughs> Oh what? yeah, I was tired of it because like our
0: stuff was delayed by like two Almost. months. Yeah, it took forever. And I was like, Ryan, what's up with this? And he goes, man, like they're just you know they're saying all these parts and blah, blah blah. And I was like, have you called him? He's like, no, I'm not that kind of guy. I was like, give me the fucking phone number now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm definitely the one who was like, I get your trying. Like you're you're not
2: responsible for this. Uh,
0: I, I I said that, but I said it like I don't care. I was like, I don't care that you're not responsible. Give me the guy responsible or put somebody who can give, give me this order because I want it now. We paid X amount of dollars. I want it now. <laughs> and sure, enough, I, I, I texted Ryan. I was like, hey, um, it's going to cost us 50 bucks more, but we've got upgrades and it'll be here in three days.
3: <laughs> See, this is why teams work best.
2: <laughs> it was so funny. Well, and the, the other, the part that I felt that the worst was, is like, I was getting ads for this company and oh. it's like showing that they're being proactive <laughs> and like having people working from home and like, because <laughs> there's a pandemic, but like, you know, they're not losing their jobs. And I was like, I don't want to be that person. Oh yeah. Like I'm calling, calling like Josh while he's like sitting on his couch trying to fulfill orders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want
3: to You do know that. what, Ryan? You weren't. I wasn't. You it? were not that person. Eric's you, the bad
0: you guy. You didn't have to be.
3: You, you pa- thats right. He <laughs> took the sacrifice yeah. and he was that person. I, <laughs> I jumped just, on that
0: sacrifice. It's a sword. I'm not with, willing to die with on. my pitchfork in hand. <laughs> I jumped on it. <laughs> I was ready to go to war. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. You're welcome. I oh, GBB. I actually have a final question because oh. we were talking about music and like happiness and what is what or who is the best show performance that you've seen that either brought you so much joy or nostalgia or like what was your favorite that you can think of oh my god if you need time to think i can
2: answer this one right right away yeah you 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 go go, answer this one (laughs) and i bet you it's not going to be what you think um madonna oh i've never i bet she put on
3: a fucking great show so
2: i so i was i was dating this girl and she like, we were hanging out and she goes, Hey, you want to go to a concert tonight? I was like, hell yeah. I love going to concerts. Um, like which one did you want to go to? I started like rattling some off and she's like, Oh no, we're going to go to the United center. I was like, what? Like, wh- I'm like, what is, pl- who is performing there? I was like, and shit, like these are, that's like going to be like a hundred, $200 tickets. Like we're going to be sitting in the nosebleeds. And, uh, her dad was the stage designer for Madonna during her MDMA tour. What? So I got to go, backstage and see um it was madonna and i forget who opened up he was a older year like uh, i think it was it might have been paul oakenfold so it's a old it's an old dj like euro like uh forget the name of the that specific genre it's essentially techno um i was like oh hell yeah let's go and yeah so we got to go i was like straight up front row of like this concert like can essentially touch the stage i was so close and i've never been to like a big show like a like a one i've never been to like a pop star before mm-hmm. let alone madonna and it was the craziest show i have ever seen in my life it was i mean it, like i can understand why people would pay money to go like pay as much money yeah to go see yeah. like her Lady gaga at the time um like <laughs> perform because these like i mean it was a fucking show not even just the music mm-hmm. like uh-huh. acrobatics and like the stage was like moving and people were like flipping off of these like columns and it was insane it was like Cirque de Soleil meets Madonna and it was amazing <laughs> it was the best show I've ever been to in my life and I will like I love I loved it
0: that's awesome it was crazy that's awesome so there you go there's my answer nice that's a good answer what's, Jesus what's your
3: answer Eric?
0: um mine is going to be I went by myself it was a last-minute thing. It was like 2006, graduating right out of high school, right? Weenie roast, 2006. k rocks weenie roast. Well, I so, don't know what that is. So it's a huge like summer event that K-Rock puts on, or I don't know if they still do. They used to put on, um, and it's a huge lineup. It's like um, it's like one day of uh, Lollapalooza. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just so gotcha. one day. Well, it used to be two days. Now it's just one day. Um, the lineup was immense. I bought the ticket not really seeing who was on the lineup. And I just knew like a handful of people I wanted to see were there. Bought the ticket. Uh, my friends were like, oh, yeah, we're not going to go. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to go by myself. First concert I went to by myself. Literally saw every band that I grew up where or spent my four years in high school listening to. This is Linkin Park, My Chemical Romance, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm. um, Damian Marley was there. Uh, Whoa. Literally everybody that I've ever listened to in high school. I was just like, this is the most important show of my life because a I'm by myself, b I'm in the middle of fucking San Bernardino, and c sure it's the best place in California. Yeah, I am literally seeing everybody that I love and I've ever wanted to see in high school. All right, yeah.
3: Dude, that is so hard to be... I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Oh, my <laughs> god, It's
0: so
3: amazing that you got that. Yeah. Oh, just to think about that would have been so fucking epic.
0: And, like, so the follow-up, like, the second, the, uh, the second place one is another K-Rock show. It was K-Rock's Almost Acoustic Christmas. I bought the last ticket, the last seat in the aisle. Like, they were all sold out or they were cycling the sold-out tickets. I just kept refreshing kept trying to buy one. Mm-hmm. And I bought it and I was just like, holy shit. And I literally saw another slew of bands that like system was there Ra- uh, uh, rise against, like they all played acoustic. And I was just like, this is oh. really close to like being my favorite, but right. it had to be Roast. All right. Yeah. All right. Pressure's wow. on
2: Kyle. Top that. Oh,
3: it's my turn now. I wasn't <laughs> thinking about me. <my laughs> um,
2: uh,
3: um, uh, you know, like when I went to, I, I love smaller shows um, I like it's they're fun to perform, uh, because you can really feel everybody's energy, and not to say that big shows aren't like <laughs> quite the attraction, <laughs> but um, it was I saw Father John Misty. Do you guys know who yeah, Father John Misty is? I, don't. I yes. saw Father John Misty when he was, I mean, fear fun or maybe, no, I Love You Honey Bear had just came out, his first album, when like, the hipsters didn't get to him yet. (laughs) Um, And he was playing this set at the Troubadour, and like, it was just so mesmerizing. Like, I don't usually, here's the thing, if you guys, I should spread this to all your listeners. If any of your listeners ever meet Father John Misty, Josh Chillman, or Colin Farrell, please keep them there. Don't kidnap them, just keep Mm -hmm. them in the space call me i'll be there in 20 minutes but it's very important that you just <laughs> hold on to them for a second
1: um
3: father john and misty like i like his lyrics were like it was before i had heard him like I, that was my first experience with his music with him it was it, the most seamless show ever it was just like that guy was mesmerizing and it was so intimate and i'm like I just remember standing there and, um, being like, just look fucking cool. Okay. Cause if he makes (laughs) eye contact with you, you gotta look fucking cool. I swear to God, I checked in my body. I was like. (laughs) <laughs> my eyes are bulging like my my lips are uh pretty sure there's drool and like i'm all hunched over like just being like love me please notice um, me notice me so that was a great show that changed my life um because i realized how pathetic i was and how susceptible i am to father john <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it also let me know what a good show was uh because that uh, he really did make that seamless every song like was just went into the next his banter was amazing like and the whole evening like just really flowed um i have also seen uh muse, muse oh, was a fucking, when that sounds about amazing show, muse that was, was amazing. a fucking great fucking show great fucking show they put on such a good fucking show i bet that was epic
0: okay i need to um, say this because i like through high school i wasn't a huge muse fan i was the guy that was like they're overrated they're overplayed blah 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 okay i saw them dead to me i saw them two years ago I've always liked their music, secretly. I saw them two years ago. Completely changed my mind. I was just like, nope, this is probably the best band ever. <laughs> like, yeah, hands down. They put on an you amazing show. You don't like show.
3: Muse, Ryan?
0: No, I love Muse. No, he loves Muse.
3: Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. I was going to be like, that's fine. I mean, their last album, what was their last album? Sorry. Right.
2: I don't... I don't... I, n- naming albums is not my forte. Yeah. No. So I can't quite pick up on that one. But I know they're... I'm did listen to their latest one, and I was a little a little for lackluster in my opinion.
3: There's <laughs> a lot of same melodies. It's okay. Yeah. That's fine. They're they're we'll forgive really, them. They're really because you know live. what they were probably tired.
2: Yeah, they're sleepy. Probably <laughs> um, <laughs> really tired. Yeah, it's I uh well I guess while we're on the the uh nostalgia train I'll, I'll throw out one more because oh, we've es- essentially attempted to end this thrice now. Um, oh, that's a good band too. Thr- thrice. Yeah, that is a good band actually. Yeah um throw it out there um i did we went to the show um this is, this is also the time that i met brett michaels what um, What? yeah another oh, wow. uh a, another girl i was dating
3: dude ryan you picked some really phenomenal females
2: well is this, good on
3: you for making choices
2: i i, choices. I you're right i did make choices <laughs> you are correct so no, uh, she, <laughs> well, this, this, this is a totally different thing, but nonetheless, um, so it was like, it was Poison, um, uh, Seether, uh, Dokken, um, and, oh my God, what's the other, it's the other one, um, was, fuck, what's the band that Tommy Lee was in, or is in?
3: Uh, Motley. Motley Crew. yeah, yeah.
2: So there you go. Motley Crew, Poison. Dockin, which oh you may or may God. not know. I don't know um, see But the other three are. Like... has like 14 albums. They're like Metallica. Jesus. It's a crazy. Um, and Godsmack. <gasps> so <gasps> oh. wild.
3: Dude, nice. Yeah, yeah. nice. Setup.
2: So a wild ass show. But it was like this. It was yeah. just this like rock show. Yeah. Um, and so all of those bands I, I enjoy or enjoyed. Um, you know, Godsmack had its time in the sun. It did. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially with their album cover being the sun, that's also true there's a lot of tattoos a lot yeah. of tattoos of that in the, that and huge. tribal the, Back the, over the shoulders over the shoulders oh the, <laughs> man that's true I liked uh, tribal sun. yeah um, but so all of them were crazy good um, but the one that surprised me the most was Seether one because I didn't quite think I realized how many popular songs they have mm-hmm. let alone how hard they rocked Like it was crazy. Like, you know, it's a, they were, you know, live bands, like, you know, sometimes they might be off just a little bit from like each other, um, like just like instruments and timing and stuff like that. But they were on, like they were on to such a degree that it was, I like would almost want to say that they were just playing a studio, like a recording over the, like the speakers. Like it was insane how like, just everybody was just in tune with each other. That's awesome. And they like fucking crushed like to a point And I like, I am not joking. One of the speakers broke. Um, Cause we were, it was at this amphitheater. And so you, I heard, we heard like the speakers up in like the top corner, um, like just start, start fizzing oh. out. <laughs> and you just hear like, the <laughs> and I was like, they just blew a speaker. Like this is insane. Um, it was Unbelievable. So yeah, I had to say, like, that was a crazy show. That's awesome. It was so good. I also, uh, this old this also this old guy uh was like smoking smoke like smoking weed and he like rolled over and was like, Yeah, you got you like it was a bunch of kids, like room yeah. like 8, 17 or something like that, 16, 17. And he was like, You guys want some weed? And we're like, No, <laughs> no, thank you. Uh and he's like, Whatever, queers. And I like, rolled back over. <laughs> and and me and my what? friends were like, we were just like, What just happened? And why did he just call us that? <laughs> the other fun, memorable experience from that evening was, you know, just, yeah. And it was just like this, like bald, like that. Probably yeah, it would have been like fifty-five. It
0: probably saved your life. There's, there's probably either really good weed, yeah, that was lace or yeah, laced you know. weed. Oh, yeah, that, was, that was laced with crack. That and- w- that was a trap. That was the
2: people watching was a dumpster fire in all facets that you could see. Like these people who are like, you've never left the '80s. Hell yes, showed up and i was like mullets? i was like what are all these mike moms mullets no it was it was like watching like your it was like your aunt wearing her like leather jeans oh, or leather pants nice. and her like crop top and <laughs> you're just like i love you brett michaels like white sign my video. boobies well it well yeah it's, it's like the white snake video yes. 30 years later so saggy
3: Saggy, yeah, <laughs> just a little bit saggy. But you know what? Weather we might be a good way to, to describe it. Seggy, so I kind of appreciate these older people being like, you know what? Fuck you. Hey, fuck hey, yeah.
2: No, are s- gonna rock Look, out. I'm, I'm not I'm shitting. On, I'm not shitting on them because they, like, dude, they were in their element. Yeah. Like, you know, Peggy was just rocking out no That's matter okay. what was playing. Like, yep. she was just, she was, she was vibing. Mm-hmm. She uh, felt it. Yeah, she was feeling the she music. She felt sure. thirty years younger. Yeah, <laughs> right. the cocaine might or have helped too. Yeah, that might. Years them, yeah. younger that night. <laughs> yeah. So no, but it, all jokes aside, it was it was it was insane. It was such an insane show. Um, I loved it. And I met Brett Michaels later that night. God
3: damn it! What what was that girlfriend? What did she like? How did she get backstage?
2: Uh, so different. So she was working at this uh she was working at this restaurant that just opened up um restaurant slash bar and it was kind of a big deal for the area and so the owner of the owner had like some connections to the amphitheater that was performing and so he got in touch with um uh poison's i guess like tour manager or something and so he did essentially like a meet and greet at this bar and so she worked there and so she hooked it up and got me in beforehand uh, before all this stuff and so i got to like Meet him. It say, was Dave hey. and Buster's, wasn't it? No, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was called. I think it was called Jameson's or something. The, uh, no. no, that's not right. I don't remember what it was called. Um, but yeah, it was that he did like he literally did like a ten minute beat and greet, and then just like bounced.
0: Hey, long well, as long as you
2: got to meet him, yeah, that's. Yeah. All, I mean, I don't screw everybody else. Yeah, I got. I got but, my. I got my. What shot. did
3: you say to him? What was his essence like?
0: Um, sexual. He tried he, try, he okay. tried to pick up my girlfriend. Oh, Super. I bet you were gonna say you for a second. I was gonna be like, yeah. "Yes,
2: go Brett." Yeah, you will. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, be like, you know what, man? I get. I you know, <laughs> I wasn't attracted or interested when I first met you, but I guess I am now. But now something's changed. <laughs> um, no, he uh, he like rock star. Like I don't know how to describe it other than rock star. Yeah. Like he just had this like persona of like. I'm fucking awesome.
0: I'm fucking Brett <laughs> but Michaels. But like but like he was he
2: was really cool. Like he was really cool to like talk to. I like I mean, I fangirled so hard. So I like didn't have any like poignanted like pointed poignanted questions or like anything to like really go off of other than like like I learned I wanted to learn guitar partially because of the music I heard you play. Um like, Did you tell him that? Yeah. Yeah, he said, so. he said he said that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, he was like, it's fucking awesome. He's like, keep playing. Fuck yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, like, because like we were talking about music earlier, like, we, you know, listen, we kind of grew up, grow up listening to our parents' music by default. default yeah. Like, we don't ever really have a choice to that. And so, my parents loved 80s rock um, and Bob Seeger. So, <laughs> kind of a little bit different on that regard, but that's what, like, that's what I listened to. And so, that was the radio stations that I listened to. And so, I would always hear like, I would hear Poison, I would hear uh, Motley Crue, like, Sticks. Um, like, like those were kind of like the, 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 the staples to stuff that I like listened to off the top of my head. I'm going to forget all of them, but you get the gist Led Zeppelin. Sure. Throw it out there. <laughs> um, and so, so like, that's a lot of what I learned. And so when I was gifted a guitar, like that's the immediate, immediately what I was like, I knew to play. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I like started to learn. Like, uh, crazy Train was, or not crazy train. Iron Man was the first song that I ever learned followed up by like boston follow, like was kind of the next steps like i bought a i bought a whammy bar just so i could learn how to play kickstart my heart Nice. like that was it like i was nice. i had i've never used it i'd never use it any more than just to play that intro nice Good for you and a little bit of muse actually as you later on do a little tremolo picking but regardless <laughs> uh yeah so that was it like so it was, it was awesome it was like it was kind of like It was like meeting a childhood hero before I knew that he was my childhood hero. It's kind of like the way I look back at it. That's cool. Yeah. Fun stuff. Music. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, um, All right. Anything else that we want to do before I say one more time that we're going (laughs) to end? Fourth
0: fourth time's a charm. Anything else? I don't think so. I think I got to music and
3: thanks so much you guys honestly for just talking about music i could talk about like i love the topic yeah, yeah. uh and thanks for discussing it and thanks for being so open with your answers and it's been <laughs> fucking great no
0: this was fun <laughs> this, this is was, super fun. This is a lot of fun this is more fun than i thought we were actually gonna have so i'm very happy how this this episode turned out yeah it wasn't That's was-
3: another lesson kids set the bar low yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. your
3: expectations are real low <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Set it super low, and you'll never be disappointed. That's right.
3: That's
2: um, right. No, I'm with you. I, I, like, I kind of was like, had a vision in my mind. I was like, all right, we'll see how this is gonna go. Like, I didn't think it was gonna be bad by any means, but yeah. I was like, this was way more fu- like fun that I kind of anticipated. Yeah. As well as like, I think more informative than I might have anticipated as well. Yeah, that too. Because <laughs> yeah. um, there's
0: stuff that I think I learned that I didn't uh, that you haven't taught me yet. I don't think I would have even dived into. Or dove into you know my appreciation for music and and singing at karaoke bars and just, <laughs> yeah. you know in general if if we had never discussed this, yeah, this' kind of this was fun. This yeah. is super fun. You've set the bar really, really high for our next guest for whoever whoever is, going whoever to is gonna be. show up next. they're screwed.
2: yeah, seriously. You gotta watch out. yeah um all right, well so then uh shameless plugs, Kyle, where ah. can people find you? Where do we listen to you? Um, anything coming up that we should be aware of so we can keep our eyes and ears out for you.
3: Thank you so much for shameless plugs. Uh, so you can find me at uh, Kyle East, K Y L E A S T uh, all one word at, at, uh, on Instagram. And my links are all there. Um, I've got a couple of things out. Um, I plan to release, I mean, I've got stuff in the tank right now. That's just waiting for just a promotional campaign. So be things that are rolling out, Next year, um, but if nothing else, like I would love to just start a conversation with anyone that also likes music or interested in voice lessons. Please, please, please hit me up. Um, I do offer a free get to know you so that you're like, hmm, you sounded fine, but like, what about one on one? So, if you don't like me in that one on one, you could be like, I don't want to. Hard pass. Um, and uh, and yeah. Appreciate like uh, on from behalf of all artists. If you like if you like any music that an artist is um, is putting out, please, please, please just give them give them some love um, directly. Uh, <laughs> support them like they're doing it out of the love of their heart. And we really, really appreciate all of the listeners and all the people who allow us to make the stuff that is in our souls. So. Thank you.
2: Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but we'll put all this stuff up in the show notes so people can find it. Um, you know, give you give you some direct links to listen, listen to listen to Kyle, listen to um, as well as if you need to reach out. So you can take a lesson. I highly recommend it. Yeah. I like cannot recommend it enough. Um, if if you do nothing new this year, I do this one. Take the free one. Fuck, it's free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then. Uh, And then, Eric, where can people find us? Uh, You guys can find us on our Instagram at another period rep period podcast, or you can contact us on our Gmail at another rep podcast at gmail.com.
2: And wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts. Yeah, why not? Add a little flair to it. A little kettlebell action, huh? Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) It might go over a lot of people's heads. It might, yeah.
0: Whatever. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.